0: Welcome into Canada West volleyball action. Jacob Aaron and Jake McGrail here providing tonight's coverage. Is the UBC Thunderbirds taking on the Winnipeg Westmen. And last night, it was definitely in UBC's favor. A straight, a straight three set sweep where the Westmen really didn't do much. Emma Parker totaled six kills, Ashley Lau totaled five. And outside of that, no one else recorded more than two. We're going to quickly listen into the starting lineups and come right back to you.
1: Number eight is Ashley Lau. Wearing number nine is Emma Parker. And number 11 is Jessica Friesen. The Westmen are led by their head coach, Diane Scott. She is assisted by Guy Osig. Now let's meet the starting roster from the home team, the UBC T-Birds. Second year middle blocker from Delta BC. Wearing the number one jersey is Jade Robertson. The setter in her third year from Calgary, Alberta, number two is Liv Furland. Second year outside hitter from Surrey, BC, wearing number three, Kira Van Ryke. The Birds captain, one of our graduating seniors from Nanaimo, BC, number five, Victoria Behe. From Calgary, Alberta, middle blocker, number nine, another graduating senior is Kira Hanley. Number 12, her fourth season from Surrey, BC, is Tessa Davis. And the libero wearing number 20, another graduating senior is Sam Patko. The birds bench boss is Doug Reimer. He is assisted by Ethan Thomas, Jody Boshevsky, and Connor McCuskey. David Tam and Charlie Lee are on the lines. Gladys Lye is the second official. And up on the stand is Milan Fedor.
0: So after the lineups have been introduced, what you heard right there, back to last night again, Westman not doing too much. The Thunderbirds, meanwhile, totaled a lot. Tessa Davis, there was Jade Robertson, Kira Van Rijk, Liv Furlan. Everyone was chipping in for the Thunderbirds.
2: UBC hit 366 as a team last night, compared to just 0.38 for the Westmen. Robertson and Davis both hit over 500. Davis double doubling with 11 kills and 10 digs, and Van Rijk uh, total kills leading uh, Thunderbirds as usual 16 along with seven digs and four aces and Kira Van Reich is now top 10 all time for single season kills in Canada West history and in just her second year second year and as long as she gets at least five kills tonight she will move into fifth place all time
0: meanwhile the Westmen are just four and 17 on the year that's good for 11th in Canada West we're about to get underway here Thank you for tuning in on both CITR 101.9 and Canada West TV. Jacob Ayer and Jake McGrail providing tonight's coverage of the game. And getting things started, the Westmen are able to get the best of the Thunderbirds early on, so maybe a bit of a early momentum that they very desperately le- need after last night, not posting a single set total more than 16.
2: Yeah, they only had 15 kills the entire game.
0: Yeah, that match was not in the Westmen's favor. But starting things off, a quick 2-0 run for them here after an ace. And this is going exactly how head coach Diane Scott was hoping for the Winnipeg side. So serving still is number nine, Emma Parker. She takes a lot of the action for this Westman side. Quick setter's dump there from Liv Furland. Gets things started for the Thunderbirds.
2: Liv Furland, very aggressive setter. Spent a lot of time playing outside hitter as well. She's always looking for those quick dumps
0: yeah we learned about that on the interview that I was able to run with her this week on CITR meanwhile Kira Hanley she's back and serving grabs the ace so a couple of aces here early on this time for the Thunderbirds not things up at two
2: Hanley's not usually the one getting the aces but the Thunderbirds as a team absolutely dominant from the service line 2.85 assists per set by far first in the conference
0: that time getting across was Laub Furlan of the Thunderbirds the set to Kira Van Ryke and in her second season she's really had an incredible output offensively defensively she has a lot of digs on this team she's able to do a bit of everything that number three
2: And yeah, we're gonna see quite a lot of attacks from her tonight another ace from Kira Hanley now
0: Kira Hanley was in Scotland for the first part of this year she was on exchange there for school And she's came back and really helped the Thunderbirds at the net, but here also helping them from the service line. Nearly another ace. That time just able to keep it up was the libero of the Westman 5e. This time from the middle, Jade Robertson unable to find the back end of the court. That will end the Thunderbirds' run and give it back to the Winnipeg side. Now serving for the Westman is Taylor Bowden. The middle is in her second year, originally from Oak Bank, Manitoba. Liv Ferlin back set here for Jade Robertson. The off balance attack gets through the double block. That was both Laub getting up and a teammate.
2: Quite an acrobatic attack there from Robertson. Not a great back set from Ferlin. At, uh, the second year outside hitter really had to lean back for that one, but she still managed to get the wipe.
0: Quick set there to Friesen. She didn't have the strongest night yesterday. Hoping to change her fortunes here tonight really no one had a great offensive output for the westman things do seem to be going at least a bit better here early on tonight
2: freeze in particular was very quiet two kills zero digs zero blocks for her definitely uh she'll look to turn it around
0: that time from the back row the attack sails too far that'll be a thunderbirds side out after emma parker sent that one too far We mentioned that Parker takes the majority of the attacks on this team, 236 kills on the season, leads her team as Kira Van Reich sends a blazing serve for her league-leading 65th ace, is that now?
2: Uh, Yes, it is her 65th ace of the season. She also does have 81 service errors to complement all those aces. It's not usually played after Kira Van Reich service. It's either into the net or onto the opponent's hardwood
0: high risk high reward this time doesn't prove in the thunderbirds favor kira van rey commits the service error as she is prone to do from time to time with her high velocity serves and that will give the side out back now to the westman laub sending across a floater paco doing a good job on the thunderbird side to keep it alive and the captain the senior victoria behe getting it done
2: She'll be motivated tonight. Her final regular season home game here at UBC. The same goes for Hanley and Patco. All three of them will look to send off their UBC regular season careers with a win.
0: Jade Robertson, the transfer from Eastern Washington University. That time hits it into her own net. So the side out again. Another service error for the Thunderbirds. Something they're going to have to watch as this game goes on
2: very stop-start game so far. Not had too many major rallies.
0: Jessica Friesen sent across that serve for the Westman. Behe again. This time good atta- attack. Attack, The Thunderbirds come away with it after a bit of miscommunication on the Winnipeg side.
2: Dixon looked like she got called for a double touch there. Tried to do a quick set to her teammate on the outside but hit it far too long and miscontrolled it.
0: Dixon is the captain on the Westman team. She'll look to rally the troops here today. Another service error for the Thunderbirds, this time Tessa Davis, who had a fantastic outing yesterday, sending that one too far. She double doubled in both with 11 kills and I believe 10 digs on the night.
2: Thunderbirds, definitely some problems early on. It's great to be going for aces and aces are great when they work, but if you just keep giving three points to your opponent, you're just going to let the Westman hang around.
0: From the far side, Behe smashing it down. Westman keeping it in play here. Nice dig there by Kira Van Rijk from the back row. Getting up at the net are the Westman blocking Behe, the captain, on the far side.
2: Very disjointed start. The Thunderbirds looking a little bit slow. Maybe not taking uh, this game as fully seriously as they should. And if they don't, then Winnipeg will have to take advantage.
0: We've seen other upsets in the league. I mentioned earlier that the Thunderbirds were on a bit of a roll. They're actually on a six-game win streak, which included a sweep against Trinity Western, who at the time was unbeaten. They were 16-0 on the road. The Thunderbirds were able to accomplish that. And then Trinity Western tonight and yesterday, not great results for them either. Meanwhile, the one-timer from Kira Van Rijk, no movement on the other side. What do you do when Kiara Van Rijk doesn't have to jump and she just slams it home?
2: We've been seeing this a lot lately. In the Thunderbirds' current six-game win streak, they have lost a total of two sets in six games. Absolutely dominant from them. Offensive juggernaut, this team.
0: Victoria Behe, she's third on the team in total aces. There, that time grabs another. Her side is up 12-8, even though there were a couple early blunders. Behe sends this one. Nearly too far, but it was played by Ashley Laub. Point awarded here again to the Thunderbirds. Nice block there up front.
2: And that is what Hanley has added to this team when she's come back from Scotland. When she came back at the halfway point of the season, the Thunderbirds were dead last in the conference of blocks for set. They're still only third from the bottom in blocks for set, but it's definitely been trending upwards. Hanley has been a huge part of it
0: and it's hard sometimes to improve defensive categories when you're so offensively minded. When you're grabbing a lot of aces and you're not giving opponents to retaliate, you can't really bolster your own defensive stats. Does that make, you know what I mean?
2: It's a a bit of a give and take. Thunderbirds, they give up a lot of service aces. uh, They get a lot of service aces. They give up a lot of errors. uh, Not as much in play for Thunderbirds as some other teams. But when it isn't play, they've been doing a great job of getting those kills.
0: 13-8 to eight is the current score in this first set of action between the T-Birds and the Westmen. That was head coach Diane Scott taking a timeout for a team who now finds themselves trailing by five, even though the Thunderbirds have committed some mental blunders. Doug Reimer, the coach for the T-Birds, hoping to make this a seventh straight win for his women's volleyball side. Back in action, Victoria Behe sent across the serve. This time free ball across for the Thunderbirds. Bump set here from Paco. Liv Ferlin acting as a hitter there. Went for it, however, dropping a beauty of a dink across for the Westman. Three Thunderbirds pancaking their hands onto the ground. Couldn't keep that one up in the air.
2: That was Taylor Boughton with uh, the kill for the Westman. She had just one kill and two blocks night in her first game back after. She missed a couple games due to injury. Unju- yet another player who's going to be looking to bounce back.
0: What a back set there from Liv Ferland to Kira Hanley. Kira Hanley making her presence felt here tonight. She's seen a bit of mixed play since she came back from Scotland. You wonder if that's maybe because of rust, maybe to prove that you know other players who were here deserve the starting spot. But since she's playing here tonight, she's been doing a great job early on Another Thunderbirds point here as they're one away from the technical now after Kira Van Rijk jumped up. It should have been a joust at the net, but she's so strong up there. It was a all Thunderbirds opportunity. Set now for the Westman. That'll be an attack error charged against Ashley Laub. And that'll take us to the technical here in the first one. 16-9 to nine in favor of UBC.
2: This has been a lightning quick first set so far. A lot of service aces, a lot of service errors. And not, not a lot of rallies. Not a lot of rallies. Neither team has been doing a great job in terms of digs or blocks. For Well, neither team is that great in blocks on the season anyway. But the Westmen, one of their main strengths has been their digs. They're fifth in the conference with digs per set. At 15, they've not had anywhere near that amount of this set. They've been unable to handle the UBC attack, which not many teams have been able to this season
0: if we look back to a couple of categories from last night where the westman really trailed it was assists Liv ferlin of the thunderbirds one of the best in the league third right now in canada west in assists per set she helped lead her side to a 46 15 advantage in assists meanwhile digs also heavily in the thunderbirds favor a category that usually doesn't swing their way it was 43 25 ubc last
2: night And that's definitely one category that the Westmen have to win if they're gonna find a foothold in this game. That's been their biggest strength this season has been their ability to get those digs, keep those possessions alive. And if they've been unable to do that, then definitely means that UBC is rocking up the points like they did last night.
0: Out of the technical, Kira Hanley, another ace for her. So right away, Hanley has racked up some aces here in the first set of play.
2: She's definitely been motivated by senior night.
0: Last year, if we go back, she hasn't doesn't have too many stats as she's only played in limited games since the new year. But she was actually fourth in Canada West in blocks last year. In hitting percentage, rather, and was fourth on the team in points and kills and first on the teams in blocks per set. Thunderbirds here grabbing another point as Liv Furland that time getting the job done.
2: Just like that, it's 18-9. to 9. Thunderbirds already closing in on a first set win
0: block at the net. That was Robertson and Furlan both getting up there against Laub.
2: Not a great set there from Dixon. Causing her teammate to have to jump forwards, lean quite a lot forwards in order to get her hand on that one. Was unable to get any lift on that attack and is an easy block for the Thunderbirds.
0: Number 10, Warmington now into the game for the Westmans. Stepping off the floor is Bouton. Serve across from Hanley is handled cleanly in Warmington making her entrance to the game with a kill
2: immediately she started both games last weekend Uh, she barely played last night hitting just 0-1-2 on the season but got it to go there
0: Thunderbirds also see a few changes as for the moment Laura Worsley the libero who came back also at the beginning of the new year is into the game for Kira Hanley this time The roundhouse play, unsuccessful for the Thunderbirds. Jade Robertson sending the cut shot too far.
2: And weirdly, the time that the ball was played behind her and she had to lean back, she got it perfectly. For the time she was able to fully set up for it, she hit it way too long.
0: Warmington sends across a floater. This time, Jade Robertson, same play, opts for the line shot and hits it right off of the green thumb Warmington.
2: Oh, that was... Quite literally the exact same play Furland back set, to Robertson coming around the near side. This time she got her aim right.
0: The newbie couldn't handle it. Lib Furland who's second in Canada West in aces per set, was back to serve. The Westman, however, collected nicely, put together a little chain of an attack plan there and are able to come out victorious on that last point. Serve sent across. Worsley couldn't handle it cleanly for the Thunderbirds. The captain, Behe, from the back row, sent one across, nearly found the ground. Joust at the net. Robertson keeps it alive for the T-Birds. Tessa Davis now. 5-E handles it for the Westman. That was loud getting it across for Winnipeg. The far side, Davis, slams it off to end the rally. The hands of 5-E.
2: I feel like we mention this every time that we call uh one of these games, but Tessa Davis, what an essential addition to this Thunderbirds team this season. She's been a rock throughout the year, given the injuries, the absences they've had. If she hadn't come to UBC, who knows where this team would be.
0: Now onto the court, as well as Tessa Davis, um, Jade Robertson, two big pickups, one from Toronto and one from Eastern Washington. But Danae Shepard's onto the court as Kira Van Rijk nearly Nearly pulled off an ace there. It is a service error. She thought she had it.
2: Mm-hmm. She definitely looked a little bit confused at the head official after that one. Got a lot of power on it, just missed by a few inches.
0: Danae Shepherd's onto the court for the Thunderbirds. She's quietly had a very nice season putting up some of the top categories in hitting percentage on the team. She just doesn't see a lot of playtime there, getting a kill right away. Denae Shepard only totaling 18 blocks, now 23 kills on the season, but that hitting percentage is very high, and her height is really advantageous up at the net. Big presence to scare off opponents' offenses.
2: And now they've got both her and Hanley on the court at the same time. We'll see what they can do at the net.
0: That time, Hanley didn't even really have to jump. The Westman hit it into their own net. And now with just two points left in this first set of play, Thunderbirds are leading 23-13. That will fo- force Diane Scott, the head coach of the Westmen, to take their final timeout and try and pull off something here.
2: And unfortunately, this is looking very similar to the first game for the Westmen. And historically, they've not been great on the road. They have lost now 37 straight conference road games. They have not won a conference road game since February 6, 2016 against Manitoba. Kalina Shulls, the only player in Winnipeg's current team that played in that game. And she was playing for Manitoba. (laughs) So
0: no one familiar since their last road win. Mm -hmm.
2: Riley Dixon was on that team. She did not play. The only two seniors on this Winnipeg team. It's a very young team. They're only four and 17. Slight improvement from what they were last season. They were dead last in Canada West for two straight years coming into this year. They are now 11th in, in the conference at four and 17 coming into tonight. So minor improvements, and given that this is a very young team. Hopefully they'll be able to take some step forwards next year.
0: Right out of the timeout, Westman are able to come up with a plan to foil the Thunderbirds from reaching 24 points here early on. That time Emma Parker coming up with the slam through the
2: middle. And she finally gets on the board. She only had six kills last night, which is her season low. Before last night she was averaging 13 kills and 13 digs a game in her last four, including a 15 kill, 26 dig performance last weekend. That
0: time, The serve came in from Friesen. Thunderbirds were able to get it back across. Behe now sets it there. Courtney Hillier, who's into the game for the Thunderbirds, got it back across. Hillier and Hanley can't get the block. Back set to Hillier from Furlan. Gets it through momentarily. The rally continues. Liv Furlan sets far side for Behe. Finally, Thunderbirds able to end that long rally between the two sides. Behe hitting off the hands and then the face of Friesen to end, the, to end the point.
2: Some strong digging on that rally from the Thunderbirds, especially Furland had a couple nice ones stooping down to the floor to keep the ball alive.
0: Hillier looking for this first set victory. They're now at set point. Victoria Behe, welcome to senior night. The captain getting it done here taking the thunderbirds to 25 points first set final 25 14 uvc so very similar to last night at least early on
2: and maybe unsurprisingly it's the seniors who've been doing a lot of the heavy lifting in this one behe and hanley have both been racking up the kills hanley the aces a couple blocks as well for her paco providing her usual steadying presence at the back
0: Let's let's talk a little bit about that libero position for UBC. It's something that's really morphed throughout the year. It started out mostly with Jess Goodridge and Casey Mm Joest, Two rookies. Two rookies. And then what would happen was there was a bit of an experience on the court that led to the Thunderbirds deciding to reach out to Samantha Paco, who actually wasn't playing at the beginning of the season because of school. They get her back on the roster Meanwhile, Laura Worsley is finishing up from her injury. She's able to come back after the new year. So Sam Paco kind of provided a veteran presence during the end of that uh, first run during the November month of play. And then since then, Paco and Worsley both shared a bit of time, but now it seems that Paco's in the reins again for UBC Libero.
2: Well, and just to show how important she is to this team, when she came back, the Thunderbirds were 2-4. and four. Since then, they are 12-3, and three, rocketing up the Canada West standings have a chance to get as high as third or fourth, maybe some home court advantage in the playoffs, which could prove crucial. But of course, first, they've got to take care of business tonight after that 25 to 14 first set win.
0: Besides Samantha Paco, the libero coming back, Kira Hanley, we mentioned she returned from Scotland. Laura Worsley came back from that chronic knee injury. She still wears a brace to make sure nothing else happens retroactively. And Anna Price also has chipped in. Last season, she actually had a pretty big presence not so much during the new year here. Again, might be a situation like some of these other players where they found kind of rotations that work with Robertson and Davis, but still added to the Thunderbirds offense, which is like no other in Canada West.
2: There's not not much uh, more improvements most likely that could be had with this team's offense. Almost, uh, almost 13 and a half kills per set, 226 hitting percentage, almost three aces per set been completely dominant on the offensive end and they showed it against the very best in the conference uh, TWU a couple weeks ago they've had a bye week since then they don't look that rusty
0: something to look forward to in Winnipeg volleyball is that Diane Scott she has a lot of experience with this team yes they haven't had a ton of success in the past but building a foundation is what she's helped this team do as a player she actually was a two-time national player of the year with Winnipeg and is a member of the manitoba volleyball association hall of fame so a lot of experience on her part similar to the thunderbird coaching staff whether it's rhymer um, you know and when you're able to provide a lot of that experience it's players can find uh some solace in the fact that they're gonna eventually reach that goal that they're looking towards about ready to start the second set of play here thunderbirds in their last six and six-plus games, we'll ca- six-plus matches, we'll call it, still have only dropped two sets.
2: Incredibly impressive run. Really peaking at the right time, it looks like, this Thunderbirds team. After tonight, there'll be just two more games to go in the regular season, and then it will be the conference playoffs.
0: And if you're the Westman, what are you looking to do this set differently than the first, Jake?
2: Well, they have to find some sort of... Of presence on the defensive end whether that's through digs or blocks either one but that's been the one area they they've really been lacking they've not been giving themselves the opportunity to go on the offensive end if UBC scoring early on in every rally
0: so to begin the second set of play they did keep the ball up in the air for a while but eventually Tessa Davis finding a seam in the Westman defense and putting the first point up for the second set of play for UBC
2: and it's not only about just keeping the ball alive but it's about controlling it enough that you're able to set up your own offense run some plays as opposed to just reacting like they did there giving ubc a free ball
0: so laub sent it across thunderbirds want the tip they'll get it a quick two points here for the t-birds
2: and again early on winnipeg has not been able to get on either of those rallies a clear attack it's all been either free ball or a bit of a wild hit
0: Tessa Davis sends this serve across again. Thunderbirds continuing where they left off in that first set of play. However, now it's Kalina Shoals able to get the Westman back on the board.
2: Managed to control that one nicely set it up for Shoals. Shoals held without a kill last night for the first time this season. Not gonna be the case tonight.
0: Emma Parker sent that serve across there for Winnipeg. Shoals again slams it off the hands of Paco. I think Behe actually got clipped up on the play at the net. She doesn't look too good. She's in a lot of pain down there. This is a shame on her senior night.
2: Might have jammed her finger against the volleyball.
0: Let's see what happened here on the replay. She's at the net. She goes up for the block near the antenna, and it might have hit her pinky or one of her outside fingers on that left hand. We hope she's okay
2: might have either straight on jammed her finger or bent them backwards a little bit. Of course, the volleyball's flying around at very high speed, so if it hits your finger and not your full palm, it's going to be so wi- uh, painful.
0: So with Behe getting checked out on the side, we'll try and give you guys some updates on that later. That'll actually bring on Bryn Passon now to the court for the Thunderbirds. She hasn't seen quite as much playtime as of late.
2: She missed three straight games before playing briefly last night. She had a fairly big role earlier on in the season, but when Hanley and Price came back, she's seen her playing time dwindle since then, the rookie. Bryn
0: Passon, on the very first rallies when she entered gets a kill. We've seen this on both sides. Warmington did it for the Westman right away showed what she can do on the court now it's Bryn Passon getting it done
2: I mean when you come on and you know you've got to perform to, in order to show your coach hey I, I, I can handle some more play time you're definitely gonna come out with some fire
0: pass sent the serve across nearly dropped in under the Westman's outstretched hand this time Caravan Reich gets the wipe off the hands of both Shoals and a teammate that'll get the Thunderbirds another point four2 early on here in the second set. It was Shoals and Boughton going up for that double block. Pass and this time hits it into her own net. So a service error gives the side out back to the Westman.
2: Maybe not quite the way to endear herself to Coach Doug Reimer. It seems
0: that Behe's still getting checked out there on the sidelines. I don't know if we'll see a return anytime soon for here on her final game at home. Bump set now. That was to Laub. Thunderbird's able to play it. Kira Hanley on top of the Thunderbird emblem. A bullet to the back right side of the court that the Westman can't collect.
2: She read the defense perfectly. Parker was the only Westman in the back half of the court and was on the near side. Hanley calmly hits it to the far side right on the end line and then gets another ace.
0: Hanley's found her stride from the service line here tonight. Make that... Is that three aces it's now for four her? Now. Fourth ace for Kira Hanley.
2: It's usually Van Reich and Furlan to get the accolades from the service line. But Hanley now another ace, her fifth of the game.
0: Ashley Laup has no clue what to do with these knuckleballs coming across from Kira Hanley. It's been a bit of a rough night for the Westmen. Nearly drops in another one. This time, Fi- 5 able to keep it alive. Meanwhile, trying to go up for the kill was the captain, Dixon. She was rejected by the duo, of Kira Van Rijk and Jade Robertson at the net.
2: Things are quickly slipping away from the Westman already here in the second set, down 8-3.
0: That time, Laub able to get the tip across and over the outstretched blocking hands of Robertson. Westman do get a point back here. Back is Kalina Schultz to serve in her fourth year setting business. Back set there from Ferlin. Good job getting a hand on it. There was Laub. Laub's blocked at the net. Westman able to play it still. Laub will try again. This time gets it through, and much too hot off the hands of Paco. It soars up into about the second row in the bleachers. So eight-five. This game. This uh, set still very much able to go to either side. It seemed for a little bit there that the Thunderbirds were on a roll, but the Westmen have responded equally well. That time, Liv Ferland trying to get the setters dumped. She was, uh, her attempt was snuffed out rather well there by Jessica Friesen.
2: This is a perfect time for the Westmen to try and get back in this game before the lead was too much. Exactly what they needed, although a Van Ryke kill is not exactly what Winnipeg needed, but they're still hanging around.
0: That time, Van Reich getting it, Her attack to go off the hands and out of play from the defense. Liv Ferlin back to serve. Her and Van Rijk doing something really special this year. They have led their team to an unprecedented amount of aces per set. No other team is even close right now to what UBC has been doing, much in part thanks to those two. Behe also chipping in rather nicely with aces on the season. 9-7 now, still in favor of UBC. Ferlin gives a bump set to pass in from the back row. it with the pipe.
2: Not the most powerful of attacks. She didn't get a ton of uh, air on her jump there, but managed to get enough spin on it that it handcuffed 5e.
0: Kira Van Rijk now back to serve for UBC. It's a potent duo, first Ferland, then Van Rijk. That time, she grabs the ace. That one is called within the, the boundary of the baseline.
2: And as close as she missed a couple ones earlier, that's about as close as you can get while making it right onto the baseline. It's now the ninth eighth of the game, or the match, rather, for the Thunderbirds.
0: Up at the net, the joust is won by the Thunderbirds. Robertson doing a nice job, then keeping it alive. Dug out by Patco, finally ending it there. Tessa Davis sends it cross-court off the hands of Kalina Scholes.
2: Thunderbirds looking to rest control back in this set looks like that was recognized by coach Scott who calls the Westman's first timeout of this second set as we get closer to the technical it's 12-7 now for the Thunderbirds
0: similar to last night Westman not doing a great job putting up a lot of kills across the board they've been relying a lot on the Thunderbirds creating errors against themselves or whether they're able to get points off of blocks but in terms of attacking uh, you know a facet of their game that this team is not strong with nothing has changed here tonight
2: it's always good if you can take advantage of another team's errors or try and force them into errors but that, if that's your only reliable source of offense that's not going to work against a team that's as strong offensively as ubc you can't rely on the thunderbirds making 30 attack errors in a game winnipeg if they're going to get back into this one they need to get some sort of consistent kill count, whether it's from Parker, from Laub, from Scholes.
0: Kira Van Rijk back to serve now. Out of the timeout, just narrowly missing another ace is Van Rijk. Service error will give the ball over now to Jessica Friesen. Friesen, originally from Lockport, Manitoba, one of three women on the team, originally from Lord Selkirk Regional Secondary set here now. A back row smash by Ashley Laub. Paco unable to handle it again. That was the second time in the last five or six points that we've seen Paco unable to handle a hot attack coming in from the opposition. Freezing again with the serve. Paco this time is able to receive it cleanly. On top of the envelope, Tessa Davis with the kill.
2: And since Behe went down, Davis has really stepping into a larger role in the offense in this second set. She's been delivering four kills now for Davis.
0: Thunderbirds back with the ball here. 13-9 in favor of UBC. Seemed that that ball was traveling a bit far. Was played by Scholes on the Westman. Nice dig there by Van Ryke. Up at the net. Passing. Who came into the game. But what an extraordinary effort by Kira Van Ryke laying out to keep that play alive. It was a great attack sent across by Emma Parker.
2: Yeah, not much you can do there. Van Rijk. all uh, six, two of her laying out to get that dig.
0: Serve sent across there by Robertson. This time the dink is executed to perfection there by Taylor Bowden.
2: Is inch perfect right there. The ball inch rolled perfect. along the top of the tape for a little bit before dropping fortuitously onto the UBC side for a point to Winnipeg trying to hang in there still stuck four do
0: you know kira van ryke although clearly not a libero as the thunderbirds make an attack error here is actually first on her team in digs jake Mm -hmm. rather impressive of course there are some strange libero circumstances with the thunderbirds
2: i'd imagine if paco had been here the entire season that she would be first on team digs but yeah take nothing away from van ryke's contribution all across the board
0: the captain, Riley Dixon, sends it across for Westman. Quick set there from Furland to Hanley, right through the middle. And it seemed that the Westman were not prepared for that attack.
2: Hanley now her third kill. She has season high five aces, doing it all on seniors night. Serve sent
0: across there by Davis. Set now for Parker. Again, gets it past Paco. It seems that they've been targeting the libero here as of late.
2: Westman definitely doing a better job offensively, running some plays, getting some kills. Parker now, multiple kills on the board.
0: Emma Parker sends across, a no spin serve. Now Bryn Passen gets a bit of a roll shot across. It is collected by the Westman. Thunderbirds, plenty of time to set up a play. Bryn Passen, it was a bit of a miss set there from Furlin. Westman able to capitalize on a weak attack sent across by passin getting the kill there, Dixon, the captain
2: yeah, Not an ideal attack sent across by Passin that's as much Furland's fault as the rookie's Furlin, not a great set giving it a bit too far behind her and the Westman capitalized
0: Parker sends that one across again, back set there for Kira Hanley, that set much more cleanly executed by Furland Nice dig there by Paco to keep that play alive Up at the net, Passon's going to send across a free ball. Plenty of time now. Miscommunication between Van Reich, Davis, and Paco allows the ball to drop right in the heart of
2: their defense. And Winnipeg got that point because of a great dig early on in that rally from Emma Parker. Kept it alive. They got another attempt, and then Taylor Broughton knocked it home.
0: And all of a sudden, Jake, we're almost tied up here. 15-14 in favor of UBC, but the Westmen are rallying and it seems that they indeed may indeed beat that 16 mark however ubc takes us into the technical 16 14 westman trailing close behind and definitely fighting here in the second set a lot better than we saw in that first what's the difference
2: they've been able to really calm themselves down a little bit they've been able to stop ubc's offense from going uh one one two three really uh i guess more of a baseball term there but UBC's not getting as many quick points as they were early on the rallies are dragging out a little bit longer giving Winnipeg more of a chance to get themselves settled within each rally
0: Thunderbirds at the same time did have a bit of a you know switch which they weren't really prepared for at the time Victoria B the captain sitting out I can actually see her from up here in the broadcast booth she's icing it I don't expect her to come back out anytime soon we haven't received official word However, it doesn't look like things are too good. She is it does also look like her hand has been wrapped up, so you wonder if something might have popped out of place or if she overextended her fingers.
2: Hopefully it's nothing more than a sprain in her fingers, but it definitely could be worse than that. Hopefully it's not. But Winnipeg now down just two points could easily have been tied. The bit unlucky to have that last attack from pass and just brush off fingertips of the defender. But they've been playing much better in this second set.
0: If you're listening on CITR or Canada West TV you tuned in to UBC Thunderbirds taking on the Westmen in Canada West volleyball action. It's the final home game here for the Thunderbirds and they're currently leading 1-0 in set count and in this second set of play they now are up 17-4 as we're coming out of the technical here. Kira Van with another kill.
2: And with that Kira Van now moved in to fifth all-time single-season kill count. And she's got another two-and-a-half games to go after uh, moving forward to try and rise up even farther.
0: Quick set there, and although it wasn't a full follow-through by Taylor Bowden, it's still got the job done for the Westman.
2: Bowden's been getting it done recently at the net. None of her attacks have been super powerful, but whether it's thinking over the heads of the UBC defenders are winning those gels. She's been getting some points down for the Westman. Up to three kills now all in the second set.
0: Back set there from Furlan. Hanley somewhat missed it. And that allowed the Westman to block her attack. Laub was there to help for the Westman. Laub now goes up with a smash of her own. But Liv Furlan, the setter, getting up against Laub's solo block.
2: Usually if it's a one-on-one, you give the advantage to the attacker, especially when it's not a middle. It's your setter going up to block it, but Furland not too shabby when it comes to blocking on the season, and she showed it right there.
0: Furland's a bit of a super utility player, as we see the Westman a little bit handcuffed by their own miscommunication. They actually overset that ball and allowed the Thunderbirds to really claim a point when they didn't even touch the ball.
2: Shoals was a little bit tentative there. It was a bit of an overset, ended up being a jouster of the net. Instead of going all the way up, Shoals only really stuck one hand in there while two Thunderbirds went all out and they ended up getting the point on that one.
0: Danae Shepard, as we mentioned, also one of the graduating seniors here tonight. Expect to see a little more playtime maybe later on, especially if there are some defensive issues up at the net. But it seems that Kira Hanley's been doing a great job up there, along with Robertson and Davis. Yeah, that previous
2: half-whiff aside, Hanley has been about as good as you could expect her to be tonight. Been a force down the middle. Robertson has been fairly quiet this set. She was noticeable in the first, has not had as featured of a role, at least offensively, here in the second set. We'll see if they start drawing up more plays for her. Although Passon has done very well on her own. She's come in, she's got four kills.
0: So coming out of the coach's timeout, of the Westman, Diane Scott, trying to get her team back into this one. It will be loud there, trying to get the attack across for the Westman. This time, another solo block. And you were just talking about Robertson. Well, there she is.
2: And Thunderbirds, some individual defensive brilliance, maybe covering up some Uh, miscues in terms of the team's game plan you don't usually want to have only one person going up for the block they've not been able to set up their double block recently but it's been working out
0: after a service error there by Kira Hanley now going back for the Westman is a substitution Taylor Clayson into the game meanwhile on the Thunderbird side Worsley will step in
2: going a double libero look again Thunderbirds Paco and Worsley both on the court, opting for a more defensive approach here as they look to close out the second set.
0: Back set there from Furlan. Robertson throws 5e, who had no clue what to do with that attack. And it freezes so many defenses in Canada West.
2: I just mentioned in the timeout that Robertson's not been as featured here in the second set. Maybe he caught the Westman a bit by surprise. The, the second year middle, a little bit dormant came out there. 5e didn't even have time to bend down to try and get that dig. Went right through her legs.
0: Now into the game also for the Westman is 12, Bella Giris. Liv Furland sends across the serve for the T-Birds. This time gets the dig. Worsley now with the set for Van Reich Fivey. Extending a single arm and looking to her teammates for any kind of help. And when Kira Van Rijk is on, there's not too much you can do defensively except for hope it comes right to your arms.
2: And it's not a very physically imposing double block there. Friesen gets blocks, but she's just six feet tall. Giris was the second member of that double walk. She's only 5'8". Van Wright can see and hit over both of them fairly easily.
0: Liv Furland serve clips the top of the net but goes across. Meanwhile, Emma Parker able to get a kill here for the Westmen, keeping their hopes alive, 22-17 now, still in favor of UBC.
2: They have had some success going right at Sam Paco this game. Paco been a little bit more shaky in the second set than she was in the first.
0: Lau with the float serve. That time, Jade Robertson trying to dink it across. Point awarded here to UBC. I couldn't tell if it was a double-touch violation.
2: Definitely looked like a double-touch from uh, Dixon. As it was just the first touch of the, of the possession there for the Westmen, so it wouldn't have been, I can't imagine it had been anything besides that. Dixon, Dixon's been guilty of a few violations this game.
0: Clayson steps back out as Schultz is back onto the court for the Westman. This time it was Laub getting it across. She's seen a lot of action here tonight, Laub. A lot of the majority of the attacks have been running through her and Parker. As Parker that time getting the kill to end the rally.
2: Westman have not been, uh, they've not done a great job this game breaking through the UBC double block consistently. They did it there. Davis and Robertson were unable to stop that attack parker
0: so at 23 to 8 in the second set of play the star of the show kira van reich will take a seat for anna price to come in parker the smash is handled by ubc however point will be awarded to the westman after a net violation charged here against the thunderbirds jessica Friesen back now to serve for the westman they have six to play with as they are at set point this time, is able to grab an ace against the T-Birds.
2: Westman, as the team, don't get many aces. They're last in Canada West, and he's per set at less than one. It's their second of the game right there. Comes at a very good time, as they have a last-gasp attempt to try and take this set.
0: Passin almost mishandled that one. However, she makes up for it, gets the quick feed from Patco, and closes out this second set. Or is that 24 now? Did we have a 24. Sco- okay, we had a, a scoring issue here at the home, sorry for getting a bit too ang- too uh, excited here. 24-20, still in favor of UBC. Jade Robertson sends across the serve here for the Thunderbirds. It's Parker from the far side. She's blocked at the net by Hanley and Davis. And another double block as Hanley shifts over and Passin helps her out to get the job done. Now officially the second set is over. Apologies for that earlier blunder. The Thunderbirds up 2-zip, but there is some life here for the Westmen. If you take this in the grander perspective, by four points, this is the most they've scored in a single set playing UBC this season.
2: Bowden, although she got blocked right at the end there, she had a very strong set. That was probably the only time she got stopped in any of her attacks. And on the side of the Thunderbirds, well, of course, you don't want to see any injuries. You don't want to see your teammates getting injured at all. Passing did a very good job filling in for the uh, sideline to be he racked up five kills of her own in that second set. Definitely staking her face for more playing time as the season, the regular season, winds down.
0: So the Thunderbirds and Doug Reimer got lots to do. We're going to take a look around some of the other scores in women's volleyball tonight. We were talking about Trinity Western earlier and how the Thunderbirds were able to upset them. They actually were upset last night against McEwen in a Thriller 3-2 set count final, right?
2: And it looks like their game today is gonna go to five sets as Trinity Western's up uh, uh,
0: 24
2: to 14, it looks like, in their fourth set, currently down 2-1 to McEwen.
0: Meanwhile, elsewhere around the league today, Regina beat Manitoba 3-1 Calgary, is currently trailing Mount Royal in two sets to one. We talked about that McEwen-Trinity Western game, and meanwhile, Saskatchewan is up one set to zero against Thompson Rivers. And Mount Royal will be taking on Saskatchewan next week. Uh, there's a lot to look forward to in terms of some of the matchups Actually, that are part coming. Of me,
2: It was McEwen who just beat Trinity Western 25-14 to 14 in their fourth set. So they have now beat Trinity Western for the second night in a row. Wow. The Spartans have lost four of six now. They're still first in Canada West, but cracks showing for them as they're now 18 and four. Calgary now has a chance to take first place in Canada West with Alberta, Regina, and the Thunderbirds lurking behind those two teams.
0: Wow, so a crazy turn of events as, just a couple weeks ago, the Spartans were unbeaten. The Thunderbirds found some vulnerabilities in their play and have really capitalized since then. We're looking at this game though, coming back here to War Memorial Gym, the Westmen, have hit a bit better than their average, but not anything too out of the ordinary. An improvement from last night, nonetheless, 196 as a team. They haven't really done anything from the service line. Meanwhile, the Thunderbirds have totaled eight aces. Of course, Kira Hanley with the bulk of those five. What else have you seen between these two teams that have separated them so far?
2: Thunderbirds hitting an incredible 4.46 tonight. They have 30 kills, only five attack errors. Winnipeg has not done a good enough job disrupting that offensive flow. The Westmen only have one block. That was courtesy of Friesen. Meanwhile, the Thunderbirds have a total of six team blocks. Furlan Robertson both with three. Hanley has only been credited with one, but she's been a very formidable net presence of her own. Van Rijk obviously leading the team. Seven kills on just nine attacks. Incredible efficiency for her. Incredible efficiency for the whole team. Robertson is the only player who has more than one attack error. She has two to go along with her four kills.
0: Yeah, the only area that they've really struggled in is some of the service errors, but you can't really knock it. They have seven service errors, but eight aces to go along with it. The splits between the first and the second set for the Thunderbirds, not too much for winnipeg it was a huge difference they played like a real playoff team in that second set of play and the first set anything but
2: mm-hmm. yeah looking at the westman emma parker's leading the way in, uh, kill count actually sorry taylor Bountain leading the way in kill count six kills for her parker has five found hidden 625 been really the only super efficient player offensively for the westman
0: interestingly enough though i talked about laub getting a lot of the attacks 15 attacks for both her and Parker on the night. Meanwhile, Bowden only has eight, but she's been the one with by far the best efficiency on the team. So you'll look to see if maybe they'll start to feed number four a little bit more and maybe take Laub somewhat out of the equation as the night goes on. They have to make some adjustments here if they don't want to get swept for a second straight time.
2: And given that coming into tonight, the Thunderbirds were uh, only... La- not only uh, near the bottom, they were dead. They are dead last coming tonight in digs per set at 12. But they have the same number of digs as the Westman. Both teams have 19. This has not been a very dig-filled game. And given that dig-filled, dig- I like that. Well, and given that it's one of the Westman's biggest strengths coming into this season, uh, coming to this night on the season, uh, it's not something you want to see for them. It's something they have to try and take control. Defense as a whole has to be. Their calling card, find some way to disrupt and force UBC into more than just five attack errors.
0: So back in action here at War Memorial Gymnasium, Jacob Aaron, Jake McGrill, providing coverage on both CITR 101.9 and Canada West TV. The Thunderbirds find themselves trailing 2-0 in set count, or rather, are up 2-0 in the set count, but are trailing 2-0 in this third set of play early on. As the Westmen have some work to do, but are trying to claw their way back into this match. Meanwhile, Kira Hanley stuns the defense. She slammed it off the face of Madison Fivey. Hope she's okay. And I believe the Westmen thought they had that point a little too early. They indeed do get it, but Emma Parker had a bit of a premature celebration there. Let's go back to what happened to Fivey. Is she okay?
2: Yeah, Fivey's had a bit of a rough game so far, only with one dig on the night. She's been victimized a few times, and right there was the unfortunate casualty on that play although she was able to turn her head away so it looks like it only hit the side of her head and not straight on her face
0: after a service error the thunderbirds do get the ball back it's kira hanley who's been the hot hand from the baseline she's aiming for six service aces on the night currently sitting at five and gets it kira hanley make it six for her
2: a little bit incredible coming into tonight in her seven games she played previously only nine aces total she has six Maybe
0: showing Kira Van Rijk and Liv Ferlin how it's done and gets a seventh here. So Kira Hanley with some serving magic here tonight. Maybe Kira Van Rijk gave her a bit of good juju before the game.
2: I mean, not only now does she have three kills on 600 hidden percentage, she has seven aces and only one service error.
0: This time, Westman finally do collect. Not before it's a three-all game. Bringing about their own demise there is Ashley Lau. She hits the antenna. So that violation will give Kira Hanley another opportunity from the service line. And the Thunderbirds hoping to keep rolling with her back there. This time, 5e nearly misplays it. And it will be a service ace, as I believe there was
2: another double a double touch. contact. Westman have been guilty of a few double touches this game. That time it was loud.
0: So Hanley racking up these aces rather quickly there. That time I don't think it counts because it was a double touch violation. However... Thunderbirds on a roll. 5-3 now in this third set of play after they were trailing 3-0. From the back row, the ball was sent across right into the middle of the defense. Anna Price did a good job keeping it up in the air and finishing things off, Kira
2: Van Ryke. I wouldn't be surprised if Coach Scott calls a timeout for Winnipeg sometime soon, giving up a 6-0 run here to the Thunderbirds. Can't they can't let uh, this lead grow too much longer before be com- this game uh, will be completely out of reach?
0: Tessa Davis fed it over to Liv Ferlin, who got an unconventional kill there. She is in as the setter, but it, it was somewhere in between a a straight attack and a, a setter's dump.
2: It sort of the ball sort of willed its way through that Winnipeg double block, ended with a few Winnipeg players helplessly pawing at that ball.
0: Fivey kept it in the air for the Westman. run now for the Thunderbirds. Danae Shepard, who's into the game for the Thunderbirds, sends across, well, not a very powerful shot, but the dink drops in and there was no movement from the defense.
2: And timeout called by Coach Scott. That last possession, dink from Shepard, ended with four Westmen all looking at each other. Fivey has been unable to marshal much of a spine defensively for this Winnipeg team. Obviously not all on her, but the whole team has done a poor job early on in this third set stopping UBC. UBC again getting some very quick points out of these rallies and we're flying through another set. And Kira Hanley,
0: seven aces on the night, nearly an eighth. It was called as a violation, but wow. She's been fantastic from the baseline for the Thunderbirds. I
2: mean, Ferland doesn't have an ace yet this game. Van Rijk has two, but she also has three service errors. So you've done a good job there limiting the two most potent, potent servers in the entire conference, two of the most potent servers in the entire country. But then it's Kira Hanley out of nowhere dropping seven on you.
0: What do you do? And that's what's so difficult about this Thunderbird offense. They have a ton of different moving weapons who can contribute in any which way, really. That's what we're seeing here tonight. Back in action out of the timeout. Long feed across to Kira Van Ryck, who waits on it to last second and perfectly times it to grab the kill on the cut shot.
2: I mean Winnipeg could not have more time to set up their defense with their double block in front of Van Rijk there. Davis with the bump set all the way across the court, hung in the air forever, and Van Ryck still managed to power it through for the kill. It
0: was interesting to see that they put Laub on a solo block there against Van Rijk. You wonder what why they go for that strategy or if that was intentional or not. Westman just trying to get this one across. They do, Tessa Davis keeps in there for the Thunderbirds. Van Rijk from a bit further back, she was in the back row that time, couldn't get it across, smacks it into her own tape.
2: I mean, Van Rijk was in the back row, usually in that position, uh, player would be content giving up a free ball. Van Ryke, Uh no mercy from her, ended up not working out for the Thunderbirds. She's not gonna surrender any possession.
0: Laub sends across the serve. <laughs> nice job by Denise Shepard just to, well, be there.
2: was <laughs> burying her face in the jersey. Looked like she might have been laughing in disbelief after that one as the block from the Westman goes off the chest of Shepard, who is hanging in midair, and fortuitously <laughs> drops for a UBC point. Nothing going right, right
0: now for the Westman. That was a bit of a lucky break for the Thunderbirds. 10-5 now. Westman do find their way back onto the board again with a kill that time by Parker.
2: They needed that one, broke a 10-to-1 run for UBC.
0: Much needed point there for the Westman. Back is Jessica Friesen to serve. She had a bit of a bullet of a knuckleball. You don't see that too often with the no spin, but coming in at that kind of velocity. It did get across, and then Thunderbirds unable to return it, so it
2: was an ace. Yeah, poor attack from Davis there. Hit it straight into the net, not even close to making it over the tape.
0: This time, Paco does handle the serve. Tessa Davis recalibrates, finds the backcourt.
2: Just teeter up again, a lot of confidence for UBC. That's the, a couple times this game after a miss they've run up the exact same play and it's worked the second time.
0: Kira van Rijk now back to serve. Five, he does handle this one cleanly. Set there for Parker who was blocked But she gets the wipe and the point on the play. Dixon with a nice set to Parker. Set her up well. We haven't seen too much from Dixon because they really haven't been able to set up too many plays. They've been often fighting the Thunderbirds net presence here tonight.
2: Yeah, Dixon uh, in the low 20s right now in terms of assists. She only had 11 last night.
0: So an improvement from yesterday, that's for sure. Trying to continually get her team back into this one. Back row, a smash. The pipe from Van Rijk and the celebration afterward. What a huge kill from the back row.
2: And Van Reich has had weirdly few attacks this game, at least by her normal standards, but she's been making them count when she does get them. How, do you know how many kills she currently has, Jake? Are you doing uh, a kill counter? I believe she's now up to nine on just... 11 or 12 total attacks. So
0: where does that put her on the season in terms of all-time
2: records? Uh, Unless she gets up to 20, she will be, quote-unquote, stuck in that uh, fifth spot all-time.
0: Still with two games after this to go, though. So plenty of room to move up. I was looking at some of her numbers earlier. It seems that she might be able to sneak actually right into that third spot if she's somewhat consistent with her kill count across the rest of the matches. Only third. Only third. Right. So Danae Shepard back to serve now for the Thunderbirds who are leading 13-7 in the third set of play. Laub able to handle the serve from Shepard. Thunderbirds called on the net violation there.
2: Hanley uh, andor Davis a little bit overeager on that one trying to get their block and reach their arms a little bit too far over the net.
0: Serving is Parker. Parker sends it across for the Westman. Bit of an overbump there. Ferland just had to keep it in play. Nice job not making contact with the net. Laub sends this one hot off the hands of Paco and up into the roof, which is actually now somewhat out of place. You wonder if that's a uh,
2: safety hazard on the court. Hopefully that panel will stay up on the roof where it belongs. Paco, not exactly what she was intending to do, uh, bumping that one all the way up to the ceiling.
0: Bump set there for Price. She's blocked at the net. One of the few blocks that have been successful by this Westman side. Laub that, tri- that time trying to dink it across. She was snuffed out by the Thunderbirds defense. Another good block by Hanley and Price. This time they do get it beyond the two Thunderbird blockers. It'll be a back row dink attempt there from Kira Van Rijk. kept alive. A dink nearly gets across. Davis with a fantastic left hand swing. This is a rally, folks. Quick set there for Hanley. And the Thunderbirds get it. A tip called against the Westmen. And what a fantastic momentum booster there for the Thunderbirds.
2: I was sure Winnipeg was going to get that point on that uh, dink they had right down the middle. But Price, out of nowhere, flew across the ground to keep it alive.
0: Nice job putting her body and her hand out on the line to keep it up in the air for the T-Birds. Caravan right, handles the smash from the back row of the Westmen. And as the Thunderbirds are now creeping up to the technical, it's 15-9 in their favor. Westman again, another violation here, charged against them.
2: And once again, Winnipeg this might be in a bit of damage control mode here, desperately trying to hang on to any sort of chance in this match.
0: Kayla Oxlin, the rookie, now in to serve. She'll be the serving specialist and likely slide on over into setter. Liv Furland will occupy one of the outside hitter rolls in the meantime. Paco handles it from the far side. Price is rejected at the net. She'll go for the same look. This time, she went for the white. Smart call.
2: A bit unlucky there for uh, Boughton and Michaela Cameron. They got two solid contact on Price. The first one went right back to the Thunderbirds, and the second one went out of play for a Thunderbird point. We've now reached the technical 16-9 for UBC. U.E.C. getting closer to a uh, second straight sweep of the Westman.
0: So, if we do a total set win count, going back during the six-game, the six-match win streak that they currently boast, I believe that's 18 and two coming into tonight. Mm -hmm. And now with the current set counts, they're 20 and two in their last 22 sets, trying to make it 21 and two right now.
2: About as dominant you you could possibly be, this team firing on all cylinders, Winnipeg. Unfortunate enough to be standing in their path.
0: And you look at the Thunderbirds, you wonder how has their game changed so much from the beginning of the season. Yes, they got players back, but they have different contributors, whether it be outside players like Davis and Robertson transferred over. They have some rookies who are really learning what their potential can be from some of the veterans like Behe who yes is sitting now, but you all you have also played other players like Hanley out there who can show some of the younger kids some of the younger people out on the court what to do as well. Van Rijk, another back row kill. Brushes across her brushes her hair out of her face as maybe she got a little extra airtime with that last one.
2: I uh, mean and Winnipeg's inability to handle UBC attacks doubly so for Van Rijk, she's been absolutely unstoppable when she's had those attacks back row, outside doesn't matter.
0: Laub is rejected at the net. Ferland makes sure to watch it all the way out. And the Thunderbirds get the point after the rejection.
2: And it's now an ex- uh, 18 to six extended run for the Thunderbirds after a quick flurry to start from the Westman has been all UBC here in the third set as they look to cruise to the finish line.
0: Kayla Oxland still serving for the Thunderbirds. The floaters dug up by Laub. The quick set there That time, Taylor Clayson able to get it across for the Westman.
2: Bit of a confusing lack of uh, dig there from Furland. She was down on the floor. It looked like she was going to get it, but it dropped a few inches away from her fingertips.
0: Warmington, the rookie for the Westman, back to serve. She's from St. Andrews originally. Anna Price this time does get it through that double block. She struggled earlier trying to get it through some of this Westman defense. Long back set there from Oxland to Furland. Thunderbirds coming away with a point after a uh, violation charge there against the Westman.
2: Second time freezing has been called for a violation here in the third set.
0: 19-10, to 10, the Thunderbirds, six to go here for the match win. Plenty of time to come back for the Westman, but Anna Price trying to help these T-Birds close it out. That's an ace for
2: her. 5-E and Parker collided on that ace right there, neither of them able to get their hands on it.
0: And that ace had a lot of downward action on it. That was one of the best
2: ones we've seen all night and we've seen plenty with Kira Hanley. <laughs> You've seen quite quite a quite a large number of aces. Winnipeg not too shabby from the service line. They've had three aces, only one service error, but UBC the sheer volume has been incredible from the service line. Both positive and negative they've had quite a few errors as well, but they're still in the the green in terms of overall points gained from aces and errors. And it just seems
0: like they haven't been slowing down their play. I mean, the Thunderbirds are really on some kind of role right now. This women's team, someone's going to have to show them maybe a different look than they have. You wonder what Doug Reimer has been feeding these <laughs> these women. I mean, they're on a roll right now, seriously. Yeah. If- Sweeping Trinity Western, I think, of course, was also a huge momentum booster, which maybe provided that mental boost that they needed because the Physically, they're one of the most dominant and imposing teams in all of Canada
2: West. They're playing like this. They could go a long way in the postseason.
0: Quick set there. The feed was over to Jessica Friesen. She missed the baseline. Point awarded here to the Thunderbirds. Price still back.
2: Looked like the Westmen were convinced for a second that they'd been given the point. Looked like uh, Taylor Cleason was ready to go back to the service line to serve. But it is... Thunderbirds point
0: so Van Reich will take a seat you wonder if that'll be it here tonight for her it looks like the Thunderbirds are going to be able to close out this final third set into the game for her Siobhan Finan the officials talking to Doug Reimer making sure that the rotation is in good order
2: Now yeah, know Finan into the game now she is not a fifth year but she is a senior in her fourth year this could be her last regular season home game for Thunderbirds we'll see if she's back next year Wow, what an effort by Sam Paco! However, Hillier not able to keep that one in play, but
0: Paco somehow threw her right hand and then the rest of her body along with it kicked it into the air
2: just s- to keep it up. Some members of the crowd were groaning on that one, they convinced that the ball had hit the floor, but somehow Paco pancaked her hand, kept that alive, all for naught in the end, but impressive play.
0: The quick feed was fed over to Hanley, who, again, kind of swung and missed. Don't know if it was intentional, but it doesn't really matter. The net violation was charged against the Westmen.
2: Might have been Friesen again. It's been a third set to forget for her as uh, Giris is back into the game for the Westmen.
0: Kira Hanley back, trying to add to the substantial seven aces she has on the night. Back set there from Michaela Cameron. The Westmen do come away with the point after a nice kill.
2: Yeah, it's Friesen with the kill there, trying to redeem herself after some of the errors she's racked up in previous possessions
0: 22-12 to in favor of the Thunderbirds back to serve is Belagiris had limited action here tonight and really this game has came down to a lack of opportunities because of a lack of defense there's no offense when you can't defend another kill this time Siobhan Finan getting in on the action she gets the cross court kill for her on the night Passing will come into the game. And back to serve is Courtney Hillier of the Thunderbirds. 23-12, Thunderbirds needing two for the match win. Hillier sends that one too far, so the Westmen live to see at least another possession. After this, there is more... Volleyball action on both CICR and Canada West TV. It'll be the men's side of these two taking on one another. UBC men's team was victorious last night, 3-1 to one in set count. Westman trying to split the series here at War Memorial Gym later. That action starts around 6.30, so about 20 minutes after the conclusion of this one. Westman here back in this game do continue there. Modest run, couple points, trying to claw their way back. They're still trailing by nine. Friesen sends it across, dug out by Finan. Long set from Oxland. Finan gets it through. The double block of both Michaela Cameron and Warmington, unable to hold out Siobhan Finan, who now goes back to the service line, trying to get this match win for the Thunderbirds.
2: She threw her entire body, and that one nearly fell over after hitting it. Finan.
0: The serve across. Parker with the smash. Nearly hits the ceiling. Hilliard just kept it alive. Missed bump there. Passon did get it across. This time Parker just keeps it alive again here for the Westman. She finds the back right corner.
2: Bit of a valiant effort here at the end of this set here from the Westman. But they need another nine points in a row if they're going to keep this game uh, this match alive Finan
0: nearly allowed that one to go in but great job by her to get the dig off that serve almost dropped him for an ace passing the right-hand smash and the rookie brings it home for the Thunderbirds 25 to 15 here in the final set of play the set counts 25 14 25 20 and then 25 15 it's a sweep and a straight set sweep both nights for the Thunderbirds what a night overall for the team like a full team effort and it's great to have that on a senior night the one bad thing though for the Thunderbirds is what's going to happen with Victoria Behe
2: hopefully it's nothing uh, too serious for her it looks like her hand uh, still uh, wrapped
0: yeah it looks like it's wrapped up but at least she's up and moving around you see it often in volleyball with players playing with some tape fingers so maybe it's one of those circumstances hopefully it's nothing more serious Meanwhile, on the Winnipeg side, they did have some strong performances. Taylor Bowden had a particularly good night. Also, Emma Parker chipped in nicely. But it really just came down to the Thunderbirds executing to a very high degree tonight. Their hitting percentage was astronomical.
2: I mean, this match was never really in doubt. Winnipeg, first and third set, they started both of them with a brief flurry of points. But in each of the three sets, UBC was able to fully take control of the game and strangle the life out of winnipeg complete uh completely overpower them offensively winnipeg was never able to put up an adequate defensive effort
0: so the thunderbirds now are waiting to play calgary next week for ubc women's volleyball and men's volleyball they're going in after the trinity western loss some of the top opponents in canada west are shifting around But meanwhile, back here at War Memorial Gym in about 15 to 20 more minutes, it will be the men's sides taking on one another. Last night, I mentioned it was three to one in favor of the Thunderbirds. And Matt Neves led the way for the T-Birds with 20 kills and seven digs. Meanwhile, on the Winnipeg side, it was a bit of a overall effort, but Daniel Teeson led the way. Also, a matching 20 kills and seven digs just like Neves. Teeson and the rest of the team hoping to come back and find some revenge here tonight at War Memorial Gym. Jake, thanks for calling this game. We'll be back in 20 more minutes. You're listening on CITR 101.9 FM and Canada West TV.
3: Can Miranda Fomick is best thought of as an introversal jukebox which has no concept of genre, style, political boundaries, or even space-time relevance. But it does know good sounds from bad. Lately, the program has been focused on Philip Random's all-vinyl countdown plus Apocalypse, the 1,111th greatest records you probably haven't heard. And we're not afraid of noise. Randophobic. every Saturday at 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. at CATR 101.9 FM. The world's most shocking monster
4: that techno rock you guys listen to is godless i'm sure and the only reason you don't understand our music is that you don't like it
5: after i'm gone your earth will be free to live out its miserable span of existence
1: can anyone stop their mechanical mail
6: all of my most sensitive areas were inflamed my extremities pulsating with tingling
5: sensations.
6: Swaying back and forth a beautiful thing
7: taking
5: me away. You are a robot. You must listen to Synaptic Sandwich Saturday nights
6: from 9 p.m. to eleven PM.
1: Vancouver Reloaded, playing your favorite tunes and mouth-humping your ear holes full of voice talk. Yeah,
5: we do that.
3: Featuring a wide range of music from India, including popular music from the 1930s to the present, Rhythms, India Alternating Sundays, 8 to 9 p.m. At CITR 101.9 FM
7: Every other Wednesday from 6.30 to 8 p.m. for Sam Squanch's Hideaway with your host, Anita B, as she plays all Canadian music with a focus on indie rock and pop.
5: Sit back. Relax.
2: Don't miss Jack Velvet's Suburban Jungle Show with plenty of funk, soul,
1: surf and more music. Wednesdays, 8 to 10 a.m., 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Add us on Twitter, at Jack Velvet Radio. Find us online at jackvelvet.net.
3: The sound stage at CITR studio for a visit with the folks who are directing the
5: exciting young star
3: Dama Dora and guest in the Real World. <laughs> the Real World is the UBC Film Society's radio show. We talk about events, actors, directors, and genres. We come up with most of the genres. And that's what makes it so jazzy. It's a lot of fun and games, except not that many games. <laughs> If you think you can handle all of this, tune in Fridays from 11 to 12 on CITR 101.9 FM. Shout out to Ed Norton!
7: Tune in to Too Dreamy, Fridays from 1 to 2 p.m. on CITR, featuring music from local female and non-binary musicians and some sweet bedroom pop tunes. From Russia weekly punk rock radio show on CITR presented to you by Stomp Records from Montreal every Tuesday at 10.30 a.m. on 101.9 FM.
2: If you're one of the millions of Canadians who experience depression, anxiety, or some other form of mental illness, there's a free course that can help. The Wellness Recovery Action Plan is an evidence-based program that works. It's
3: developed and facilitated by peers who have experienced their own mental health challenges and have used RAP to recover and maintain long-term stability. It's based on the key concepts of hope, personal responsibility, education, self-advocacy, and support. For more information about the free rap groups hosted by Vancouver Coastal Health, visit their peer-led website, SpotlightOnMentalHealth.com. The Canadian Foundation for Cross-Cultural Dialogue proudly introduces its new project, Baldwin and La Fontaine, Towards Responsible Government, with your family, friends, and classmates. Learn
2: more about the role played by those important figures in shaping Canadian government as we know it today. Visit baldwinlafontaine.ca to discover clips, documentaries, and a teaching guide. Enter the national web contest for a chance to win a trip for two to Toronto or a post-secondary scholarship.
7: You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Honkameenem-speaking Musqueam people.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, we have entered a sound stage at
3: CITR
5: studio for a visit with
3: the folks who are
5: directing the exciting young star
3: Dama, Dora, and guest in the real world. <laughs> The Real World is the UBC Film Society's radio show. We talk about events, actors, directors, and genres. We come up with most of the genres. And that's what makes it so jazzy. It's a lot of fun and games, except not that many games. If you think you can handle all of this, tune in Fridays from 11 to 12 on CITR 101.9 FM. Shout out to Ed Norton!
2: we now bring you the following announcement. Generation Annihilation is now on the air. Discorder Magazine has been supporting local music for over 30 years. Thanks to the long-term support of the Rickshaw Theatre, Discorder lives.
5: Friend,
1: Your favorite bands are playing at the Rickshaw Theatre. Check out their calendar just behind the cover of Discorder Magazine or at rickshawtheater.com. Best for over 30 years on CITR. Tune in every Saturday from one to three. He's a nasty, nasty guy. He's a liar. Get him out of here. Get him the hell out of here. Get him out of here. So who is this guy? Does he have a name? Let
8: me know where he's from. They call me
1: DJ Ray. <laughs> Late night show is the start of the weekend. Tune in Friday nights at 11pm till late here on CITR 101.9 FM. If you're a producer or a DJ or an MC or any of those things and you love drum and bass or ambient sounds, please email me. My email address is citrlatenightshow at gmail.com.
4: This concludes our proposal. Thank you for your attention.
3: Anthropology displays long-term and visiting exhibits of indigenous art from around the world, and guided tours are free. Our permanent collection features one of the world's finest exhibits of Northwest Coast First Nations art. Our collection includes 36,000 ethnographic pieces, 535,000 archaeological pieces, and over 600 pieces in the Kroner Ceramics Gallery. There's a lot to take in, Luckily, at the Museum of Anthropology, final exams are always take home. If you've never checked out this world-class facility, now's your chance. The Museum of Anthropology is located right on campus and free for all UBC students and faculty. Come enjoy our collection and resources.
7: LGBTQ2i Night is a positive space for folks to learn about bike maintenance in a relaxed environment led by queer mechanics and volunteers. It takes place on the fourth Wednesday of every month at the Bike Kitchen on UBC's campus. Bring your own bike and fix them with our tools, come with questions and ask away, or learn by watching other folks work on their bikes. Beginners are always welcome. This event is entirely free to attend and there will be free pizza. For more information, visit bikecoop.ca
3: My lord, I need a creative outlet. How on earth can I channel everything that's inside of me? You know you can do that at CITR and Discord, right? Pardon me? Yeah, you can illustrate for Discorder magazine or take photographs of events and artists and they can teach you how to use Photoshop in their media lab. That is so exhilarating. It fills my soul with lightning. Yeah, just email volunteer at CITR.ca and they can help you get started or just come into the station whenever. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Do you like the sound of your own voice? Are you a student that has a lot to say about the University of British Columbia? If so, there is a place for you. The UBC Affairs Collective is a brand new collective at CITR 101.9 FM that brings students together to cover campus news, including research developments, arts and culture, live discussions, and lots more. The Collective produces a weekly radio show, the UBC
7: Happy Hour, that airs every Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. You can find all the episodes podcasted online at citr.ca. Send an email to ubcaffairs at citr.ca if you'd like to get involved. No prior radio experience is necessary.
3: You know what's better than reading a great magazine? Reading a great magazine that also helps you fight poverty. Megaphone magazine is sold by homeless and low income vendors on the streets of Vancouver and Victoria. Vendors buy magazines for 75 cents and sell them for $2. It's flexible, low barrier work for people who may not have access to traditional jobs. Download the Megaphone app to find vendors and buy the magazine even when you don't have change. Would you like to get updates on your smartphone in an emergency, even if a cell tower is down? It is possible if the FM chip is activated in your phone. Visit freeradioonmyphone.ca to see how you can get involved by contacting your carrier and signing our petition. So you're a member of CITR and Discorder, but are you a true friend?
2: Get a Friends of CITR and Discorder card for $20 for discounts on Commercial Drive at
3: Audio Pile, High Life Records, Mintage, People's Co-op Bookstore, Stormcrow Tavern, The Rio Theater, JQ Clothing Limited, and Bone Rattle Music Limited.
1: Vancouver Reloaded playing your favorite tunes and mouth humping your ear holes full of voice talk. Yeah,
5: we do that.
3: Featuring a wide range of music from India, including popular music from the 1930s to the present. Rhythms. India, alternating Sundays, 8 to 9 p.m. at CITR 101.9 FM. Randaphomic is best thought of as an introversal jukebox, which has no concept of genre, style, political boundaries, or even space-time relevance. But it does know good sounds from bad. Lately, the program has been focused on Philip Random's all-vinyl countdown plus Apocalypse, the 1,111th greatest records you probably haven't heard. And we're not afraid of noise. Randaphomic, every Saturday at 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. at CATR 101.9 FM.
8: Yeah, yeah, come on. It was all a dream. Used to read the source magazines. Junior Mafia, Biggie Smalls up in a limousine. Lil' Kim was the queen beat. Every time a new album dropped, man, you ain't seeing me. I would try to steal a out the store. Sam, the record man lost a few grand right up off the floor. Never gave a damn, never gave a what? All my real homies know how we came up. Cardi Mac put me on the game. He would spit a few lines and say, what song am I saying? I would catch on, roll up, then bless one. Smoking out the stairs, then we jump into the next one. Busting freestyle raps, making up new decks. in my snack back, wishing for a fitted cap. And back then, we was burning them trees. If you had what we wanted, we was taking that piece. Hey. I never said I'm perfect. I never said I'm God. Well, I know I'm worth I, 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 I never said it. I'm not And I'm just, hey, just trying to be hey, all that oh, I can hey, be hey, like And sing hey, all that see Trying to see all that see. I can see, baby If you ain't with
6: me, then I don't
8: drink I started showing them things, now I'm showing off my flow, now they know my name, they call me Biggie, cause I wait like two some change, and I was smooth with the ladies, look back like boomerangs, huh, <laughs> a part of hip hop history, real disappeared, it's a hip hop mystery, nowadays everybody on some rah-rah, bougie like Zaza, go boy, do it proper, when you trying to go hard, they wanna stop you, pump the brakes on you, kinda like the coppers, <laughs> You ain't heard it from me, man Cause back in the day they never thought it would beat, man But now I'm a freak, man I'm changing the blueprint I do this for the ones who be loving the music We coming from a place where they want us to lose it Hip-hop was my first love, baby, let's do it. Hey. I never said I'm perfect I never said I'm God Well, I know I'm worth it I never said I'm not I I'm hey, hey, just hey, trying to be, hey, all, that hey, hey, be like. hey. all that I can be
5: like This ain't all that I can
8: see YYC, baby You ain't with me and I don't need no one Shout out my man K-Riz Shout out my man Superville on the beat Shout out my man Nato out with E-Town and shout out to all my brothers and sisters in YYC and beyond, baby. I'm going to use this little opportunity to say that I spent a lot of time in these streets out here. And I've been going a lot of places. And I owe it all to those people. Right? Part of my past, part of my future, part of my present. Much love, fam.
1: championship. This season, he has taken on the role of team captain. Joel is a prototypical Thunderbird when what we want our athletes to be. He is driven on and off the court, is a thoughtful teammate, a fierce competitor, and upholds our standards across every dimension of what it means to be a Thunderbird. In his time at UBC, Joel has developed an incredible young man, someone who will excel in all aspects of his life as he begins the next chapter of his journey. Joel will be graduating with a Bachelor in Kinesiology. Please help us in congratulating Joel Regeer, who is joined on the court by his mother daughter and his girlfriend, who is graduating from As well the season, Joel will be receiving his frame number nine yellow jersey, the one he wore capturing the 2018 National Championship. Thank you very much, Joel. As well, we'd like to congratulate Winnipeg's graduating senior this year, Garrett Jones. A big round of applause for Garrett Jones.
0: game where the ubc side won 3-0 against the winnipeg Westmen. here today though the two men's sides square off after a tightly contested 3-1 victory for ubc last night the 3-1 doesn't really do it justice it was a completely back and forth game
2: yeah all three sets that ubc won 25 to 22 the lone set that the westman won 25 to 18 total point differential of just two points in favor of ubc and for the Westmen. It is now or never. They are 7-12, and 9th in Canada West, one game back at UBC. If they win, Thunderbirds and the Westmen will be tied once again for that eighth and final playoff spot. If the Thunderbirds win, they will be all but assured a playoff spot, and the Westmen, it will be very unlikely, if they lose tonight, that they will end up in the postseason. So this is season-defining match for both teams. As you
0: can see on the graphic there, what really separates these two teams are the serves and then the digs and blocks. So the defense and the serving potential is what might be the difference maker here today. We're underway here at War Memorial Gym in the first set of action as a big double block from the captain and graduating senior Joel Regeer gets things started off for the Thunderbirds.
2: And we just mentioned how defense might play a factor. It's Winnipeg this year that's been a lot better than Thunderbirds in terms of blocks and digs, but it's the Thunderbirds getting the first big block of tonight.
0: So Joel Regeer, the graduating senior, now back to serve for the Thunderbirds. The middle has been known for his knack to go on a bit of runs from the service line from time to time. From the near side, the left-handed cut, cut attack doesn't fall within the boundaries of the court. Daniel Teeson that time missing. He's a real key player for this Westman side.
2: Yeah, Tyson last night, 20 kills and seven digs his fourth time this season getting to that 20-kill mark. If the Westman are to pull out this win, it will more than likely be on the back of him.
0: Joel Regeer getting it across, handled by Dyke. Another double block the setter Ben Hooker getting most of that one at least celebrating the majority of it Jordan DeShane also was there nearby
2: it was Hooker Reaguer the first time then Hooker DeShane that time the setter even though he stands at uh, just 6-2 has been getting up early and often
0: 3-0 here to start things out in this first set of action in the match between UBC and Winnipeg up at the net the smart move there by the setter. Michael Clegg nearly got through the UBC defense, but great job getting the dig. Another joust. The one-timer there from Dyke in no doubt in Winnipeg's favor. But what a great defensive effort actually on both sides of play.
2: And it ended up, uh, UBC was ended up being cost by a poor play from Danny Aspenleiter. He's been getting a few starts recently, but he definitely overbumped that one right to Dyke.
0: Nice dig off the serve by Aspen Leiter. It came over from Dyke. Thunderbirds getting the kill right through the heart of the defense of the Westman.
2: That was Jordan Deshane, the third-year middle. Westman did a good job keeping him in check yesterday. He had just two kills last night, but uh, he did have four aces, and he gets a kill early on the board here.
0: 4-1 for the Thunderbirds. Elsewhere last night, the team hit 259. They did grab 28 digs and leading the way, as we see a service ace, or rather a service error here by Ben Hooker, and the side out will go back to Winnipeg. Matt Neves, matching that of Thiessen, he also had 20 kills and seven digs. Michael Dowheniak was next best with 19 kills and five digs of his own. Then you mentioned uh, Jordan Duchesne earlier, here as the Westmen get the point off the attack error
2: a couple errors back-to-back back here for you. We see the Westmen are actually more efficient from open play than the Thunderbirds. They hit 277 as a team compared to 259. They had twice as many blocks as the Thunderbirds. And that was the graphic we saw at the beginning, too. That's where they really stood out. But that serving as well, they had 10 service errors and just one ace last night.
0: So from the left side, Matt Neves soaring and getting above his opponents. Michael Clay couldn't do much about that one. Hit it right into the center of the defense of the Westmen. Now back is the rookie, Michael Dowhenyuk. Sends this serve too long. Dowhenyuk was plagued early on in this year by a bit of up and down performances. Really a freak athlete when you look at him. But he did have a bit of mental blunders early on. He's cleaned up his game
2: as of late. I mean, Thunderbirds as a team, they do get a large amount of aces, but they also have a tendency to pile up service errors. They've been, there's been multiple games where they've had upwards of 20 errors from the service line.
0: That quick set from Hooker to Deshaun. Not quite as effective as number eight in the middle would have hoped. He hit it off the top of the net and and actually rolled out of play before finding any hardwood within the lines. The serve here, another quick set from Hooker to DeShane. This time it is successful. DeShane opts to go straight through the backcourt.
2: DeShane doesn't get a huge share of the offense uh, in most games, but they're feeding him early on here, right down the middle, got that one to go, going right back to him after the previous error. Jordan Deshay now back to serve. The middle gets it across for an ace. And that's that
0: reception error really on the Westman side.
2: And that's not what you expect to see from uh, Darian Picklick. Second in Canada West in digs on the season. His teammate, Teeson is fourth in Canada West in digs. Quite incredible having two teammates in the top four, especially considering their graduating LaBera last year. Logan Brennan was third himself in Canada West and Diggs. They have seemed to have replaced him quite well. Picklick nearly
0: made another reception error there. Meanwhile, Danny Aspenlider smashing it off of Picklick's face and they are picking at the poor libero early on.
2: Aspenleiter did not have a huge role early in this season, but he, this is now his fourth straight start. He's averaging a respectable 2.3 kills per set in uh, his previous three starts. It's really taken the spot of uh, second year Colton Liu. Yeah, Colton Liu not on the court tonight. He was the centerpiece
0: early on in the season for this Thunderbird team as the T-Birds almost drop in another attack. Rejected at the net there is Teeson. The near side now rejected also is Duncan. Teeson will try. Finally gets it across. Thunderbirds, lots of time to set up. Matt Neves now with the smash. What a great job defensively there by the Westman just to keep getting that ball across, or at least attempting to do so.
2: Yeah, Thunderbirds, some great blocks on that play. Westman doing a great job of improvising a bit, keeping it alive, and eventually putting enough pressure on Neves that the rookie hits it too long. Serve sent across Neves again. Ops to go straight
0: to the backcourt. Hits it off the hands of Garrett Jones, who couldn't handle it cleanly. That was actually off of rather Ethan Duncan. At the back court,
2: some more uh, another reception error for the Westman. That's a bit unusual. They're far and away first in the conference. And dig per set at just about 11. Michael Clegg,
0: rather Matt Neves of the Thunderbirds grabbing the ace. Michael Clegg and team, and that was actually Ethan Duncan again with another blunder in the back court, unable to receive that serve.
2: Definitely might be more at home closer to the that. Not doing. Uh, great job in the backcourt last couple plays.
0: Neve sends it across again this time cleanly handled by Duncan. Set now for Thiessen. Clegg tried to set him up perfectly to get above that Thunderbird block and through the middle that time it was Keegan T-Tart getting the job done.
2: It was a bit of a setter's dump from a middle blocker right there. T-Tart was facing the wrong way but he saw that uh, no one was ready to pressure him at the net and Wisely just dumped it onto the UBC side.
0: Set there from Hooker. Aspen with the smash. UBC thinks they have it. They got the tip. Indeed, it will go in their favor.
2: It went off the hands of Garrett Jones and Thiessen right there. Unable to handle it at the net. Winnipeg, they're first in the conference in digs per set. They're also fourth in the conference in blocks per set.
0: Danny Aspen sends across the float serve. Long set there from Clegg. Thiessen. He meets a couple Thunderbird defenders at the net, but he gets the wipe on the play.
2: He's he's had a bit of a rough start so far. Thunderbirds have been doing very well, crowding with the double block every time. They got their hands on it, but Thiessen managed to get the wipe.
0: Thiessen now back to serve. Doheniak, a bit of a mishandle. Thunderbirds recollect Joel Regeer through the middle. They say that the libero, Picklick got under that ball. Matt Neves cleans it up.
2: Make no mistake, folks. Thunderbirds do get that point at the end of the day. Yeah, but what an incredible defensive play from Picklick, as you see right there, contorted his body. to somehow reaches his hand underneath that ball. Of course, it ends with a kill from Matt Neves, but the libero showing why he is second in Canada West in digs.
0: For those who were tuning in on CITR, that was seriously a matter of centimeters. From the back row this time, the smash is handled nicely by Aspen Leiter of the Birds. This time, Tyson tries to get it across. The block was held up nicely in the air there by DeShane. Meanwhile, the Thunderbirds have a skyscraper. Aspen Leiter gets it all the way back across for Hooker. Set from Clegg. The Westman with the back row smash. That was Ethan Duncan coming up big.
2: Duncan had a big night last night. 11 kills, 4 digs, 4 blocks. He has reached double-digit kills three of his last four games after doing it just twice in his first 13. He's also recorded at least four blocks in three straight games, after doing it three times in his first 14 games. Adrian Dyke with the ace for the Westman. And
0: although it's 12 to 10 in favor of UBC, Westman gaining some momentum here midway through this
2: first set of play. Yeah, he leads the team in aces. That's his 25th of the season.
0: Dyke back again. This smash just misses. And Dalhanyuk didn't even flinch at that one.
2: Thunderbirds completely frozen right there. If that, if that had been a few inches to the left, no way that Heineuk is getting to that one.
0: Meanwhile, with the side out after the service they were Ben Hooker back to serve for UBC. Hooker with the smash. Both these teams have some pretty high powered service, service options. But the Westman right through the middle there, Garrett Jones
2: with the kill. Garrett Jones hitting a team high 410 this season. Yeah, he had a team-high six blocks last night to go along with six digs. He hit just 3.57 last night.
0: Just. And Michael Clegg, that was also a great feed from the setter. Talk about great feeds. But what about that finish? Jordan
2: Deshane, a couple huge kills back-to-back from these middles. Both teams look fired up for this game, and it's easy (laughs) to see why, given that it could uh, easily define the playoffs for uh, both teams. Dauhaniuk gets this
0: serve across. Clegg now with the non-quick serve option. Both of them had been feeding the middles quickly, but this time Clegg fed it outside to Duncan, who smashed it off the Thunderbirds' defense. Some high-powered attacks so far this game. Clegg back to serve. The setter's in his fourth year, originally from St. Andrews. Hooker
2: to Shank. Couldn't quite find the near sideline. And he had daylight. It looked like he definitely had enough space and time to find the Westman side of the court. No one really got up to challenge him. He just missed.
0: Michael Clegg still back. Westman trailing just one here. Tyson Smith, the libero into the game. Matt Neves gets it across. However, the Westman do a nice job defensively grabbing the dig. From the back row... Ne- Neves was fading backwards, still put up a pretty valiant offensive attack. Clegg now with the feed, near side for Thiessen. Hooker can do nothing but claw at his head in frustration after that one. It was right to him, but also right off of his
2: body. Yeah, we got a tie game now at 14, both sides. Battling back and forth as we inch closer to the technical timeout. Clay sends this one across for an ace. We
0: talked about the frozen defense. We saw it earlier. This time, it didn't work out in the Thunderbirds favor.
2: I mean, Dow looked like he was caught in two mines right there. It looked originally like he was going to leave it. Decided last second, maybe I should go for it. Sort of half-heartedly stuck his hands in the air and it ended up being the worst of both worlds right there. As He might have touched it or it might have landed on the baseline. Either way, it's an ace for the and as they take a lead, and coach Mike Hawkins calls a timeout for UBC, the first timeout of this match.
0: Colton Liu of the Thunderbirds actually isn't even dressed out tonight, so you don't know. Maybe he's dealing with something else off the court. Thankfully, though, the Thunderbirds have found some nice options, whether it be Neves or Aspen Leiter, who have been able to fill in for, you know, players who maybe were at one point a centerpiece in this rotation. But ever since Neves came back in the new year, this is a different Thunderbirds
2: team. And yeah, probably the biggest success story of this uh, this men's volleyball team, they were 2-10 and ten, uh, at the start of the new year. They've now won six of their last seven. Including
0: their, one against Trinity Western. Yeah, their
2: only loss was uh, they split their series against Trinity Western, who were second in Canada West at the time.
0: Returning to action after the timeout taken by Mike Hawkins. The Thunderbirds get back in play. It'll be a free ball sent across by Aspen Lider. Set there from Clegg, near side. And taking us into the first technical timeout here will be none other than the Westman. That time the kill awarded to, I believe that was Teason on the near side.
2: It was. And again, Dauhanyuk, unable to control the serve, stuck his hands up as if he was going to try and set the ball instead of bumping it. He was very lucky that Smith was there to bail him out by running all the way back to the basketball baseline. Aspen Ladder had to give up a free ball, and then the Westman took care of business, teeing up Thiessen for the kill as they take a two-point lead now on a bit of a run, Winnipeg.
0: For the Thunderbirds leading the way so far Leon, on, Neves and Deshane both with three kills apiece. It's been a bit of a divided effort, but that means a team effort on part of the Westmen. tart getting in the action with Thiessen as well as Clegg. And Jones and Duncan all contributing, so a more uh, distributed effort on part of the
2: Westman which may be
0: a key to victory
2: here tonight. Yeah, every starter except Dyke for the Westmen has a kill so far, and Dyke has the team's uh, well, not their only ace, one of the two aces. Clegg also has one, but all seven guys contributing, along with Picklick getting some nice digs. For Thunderbirds, they only have three players who have recorded a kill so far: Neves, Deshane, and Aspen Leiter Dauhenyuk unable to get involved so far.
0: Back in action after the technical. Tyson handles, Tyson Smith handles the serve from the Westmen. They might only have a big three going right now, but Danny Aspelad is making sure that it ain't going to be slowing down anytime too soon.
2: And Regier's back in now. The senior, one of the two starters along, uh, well, along one of two uh, outside hitters or middles along with Dauhenyuk to not have a kill so far.
0: As Jordan Duchesne steps back for the float serve, it's handled there nicely by Clegg with the bump set. Nice dig again by Picklick. Picklick's been great back there in the Barrow for the Westman. Aspen
2: Leiter is rejected
0: at the net. Huge stuff there by Ethan Duncan.
2: Ethan Duncan standing at a very imposing six foot seven. He was all by himself right there, but it was no problem as he got up easily as to you handle that attack.
0: You can see right there it was the. Uh, Super close view on Duncan's face. Joel Regeer that time dug out again by Picklick. Regeer looking for the backcourt. The line official awards it to the Westman. The crowd here at War Memorial Gym not agreeing with that one.
2: And The captain Joel Regeer going up to the head official give a bit of a half-hearted protest to uh, what he thought was his kill.
0: Duncan this time sends it across. Thunderbirds easily handle it. Aspen lighter. The kill and a little extra afterwards. Sending some words across to the other side of
2: play. And his last two kills have been the same. He gets the ball on that near side. Powers it back across with his right hand. A bit of an awkward angle on the left side of the court. Hitting it across with your right. But he's made it work a couple times.
0: Matt Neve serving now for the Thunderbirds. Pick like another good handle. Through the middle that time. That was Rocano who's into the game. Excuse me, not Riccano. that was T-Tart. Meanwhile, Smith feeds it over to Hooker. Aspen Leiter with the smash again. This time goes for the near line shot. Gets the tip and it flies out of play.
2: He's rewarding uh, Coach Hawkins for trusting him with yet another start. Leading UBC in kills right now as he gets the wipe on that one. Didn't go cross court, but it still worked.
0: Thunderbirds within one, they're trailing 17-18 to 18 in the first set of play here. Matt Neves sends this across, handled by Duncan. Quick set from Clegg to T-Tart. Great dig there by Smith. Aspen lighter of the birds. The point will be awarded to the Westman as he hit it off the block and it nearly rolled its way on out beyond the line. And
2: Smith, I guess, saw what Picklick has been doing in terms of digs, throwing himself through the air onto his back to get that one. And like Picklick's acrobatic dive earlier, it ends up nevertheless being a point for the other team.
0: Into the game, serving for the Westman is the rookie, Austin Anderson. And I'm looking at Joel Reguero out there on the court. Do you remember what he looked like at this time last year, Jake?
2: Well, it was a very
0: different look.
2: Yeah, he's definitely uh, changed it up a little bit here in his uh, last regular season home game.
0: Meanwhile, a huge kill here for the Westman. That time it was Tyson from the near side. It's been a lot of cut shots for both teams.
2: And the rookie, Anderson, back to the service line. But... We'll have a timeout first.
0: So trailing by three are the Thunderbirds. Mike Hawkins trying to get his team back into this one. And I, I had the uh, opportunity to read an article that the local uh, UBC, UBC, which is the newspaper here at UBC, University of British Columbia, published about men's volleyball and how co- head coach Mike Hawkins, uh, as well as the other crew, really dive into the stats And that's in part, I think, why Neves got another opportunity to start. And you've seen, since they came back, sure, a lot of parts weren't working early on. I think they were trying to figure out what to do with a bunch of missing, you know, key members from last year's U Sports winners. Um, But since that championship team dissolved, they had to figure out some new opportunities on court. And so far in the new year, it's been working out for Mike Hawkins. Tonight, he's going to have to figure out what to do with this Westman side that's came out to play hard. And they really need this win here tonight.
2: Yeah, Winnipeg, they're desperate right now. If they don't win tonight, it'll more than likely be over for them. They would have to, if they lose tonight, they would have to both sweep Alberta and have UBC lose both games against Calgary next weekend, which the two of those happening together might be a little bit unlikely. So it's best to get this win and then worry about next week when it comes.
0: After the serve, Matt Neefs in the backcourt. Meanwhile, it's returned. The Westman and Garrett Jones through the middle.
2: Garrett Jones, he broke out of a slump recently in mid-January. He had just four blocks and five digs combined in four games. Three games since then, 15 blocks and 11 digs, and he's already got a couple kills tonight. Very efficient player.
0: The rookie, Anderson, has been leading the Westmen to a nice little run here late in this first set of play. Meanwhile, the Thunderbirds bring about their own destruction on that last point.
2: Hooker collided with Regeer there as he went to set the ball he tried to run around the big man and got caught ended up committing a violation so Anderson still still back for the Westman gets an ace
0: brings the team up to a six point lead now 23 to 17 in front of the Thunderbirds we're gonna have some substitutions for UBC Zeg Johnson coming out onto the court as well as Nick Mickleberry who will step in for Ben Hooker
2: Anderson was not super effective last night. He had just one dig, but tonight he's got an ace and he's been uh, leading this rally from the service line as the Westmen are inching closer to a big first set victory.
0: Anderson sends it across again, handled by the libero Smith. Mickleberry with the right-handed smash cross court. Nice job to keep that one alive by the setter Clegg. Smith back, two long passes. Michael Dauhanyak, like Superman. However, the point is awarded to Winnipeg.
2: Looks like a attack line violation there from Dowhenyuk. He gets a lot of uh, air on his jump, but he got a little bit. And in the replay, as you heard the crowd
0: exclaiming, not too sure if uh, they weren't too sure if the officials made the right call on that last one. Meanwhile, the Thunderbirds trail by now six here. Point awarded here to the Thunderbirds. Now now they're actually trailing by six. They were trailing by seven. We're going to have a substitution out for Anderson and in now. Anderson stepped out and into the game I believe was... It's Picklick. T-Tart thought he was coming in. There was a miscue there on defense. Ethan Duncan touched that ball. It was going too long, but instead it's an ace. That could have ended the first set. Aspen really messed up on that serve.
2: Well, Westman still have another five set points. We'll see if they're able to close this one out.
0: Aspen back again. Duncan does handle it cleanly this time. Clegg with the set. Great dig there by Smith. Up at the net, the joust. Thunderbirds come out unvictorious on that one. Now it's Picklick. Long set near side. Great dig there. The play is still alive. Both Smith and Johnson, both really a setter and libero. Thunderbirds do get it across, however, out of play. And that will end it. A long rally. Westman come out on top with a six-point first set victory here.
2: It looked like it might have gone off the face of Tyson Smith after a couple deflections ends up being a... uh, Definitive first set victory for the Westman. UBC started off strong, but around the technical, Winnipeg really turned it on, established a sizable lead, and UBC was unable to really chip into it late enough to do any damage.
0: And although it doesn't show up on the stat sheet, the rookie
2: Anderson had a huge impact late in that first set. He did a great job keeping that ball in play, landing an ace, uh, putting... Winnipeg in a position to control all of these possessions and it uh, ended up working out for them.
0: Meanwhile, for the Thunderbirds, it's been Deshane, Aspen and Neves. Aspen actually leading the team with five kills, the other two both with three. As we talked about earlier though, a lot of different members on that Winnipeg team putting up numbers on the board, whether it's Dyke, Duncan, Jones, Clegg even, the setter, T-Tart, Thiessen, Everyone's
2: putting up numbers. Anderson even has an ace on the night. A yeah, lot lot more uh, varied contributions from the Westman than from the Thunderbirds. Mickleberry came off the bench. Johnson came off the bench. We'll see how deep into the bench Coach Hawkins will go if things continue slipping in uh, favor of the Westman. We'll see what kind of spark they can get to start the second half because, as we mentioned, Winnipeg, they're not going to let up tonight. They know this is... Uh, be, well, this could be the the end of the regular season if they lose tonight.
0: Thunderbirds got to get something going, though, too. They have came back from such a deficit, and it would be a shame to see after, you know, a, a formidable, really, a, they've made themselves into a formidable opponent for a lot of Canada West teams, and if they were to allow everything to unravel now, it would be all for naught. Mm-hmm. And it would really be a... Uh, a low, a high, and then another low for them. But I'm sure head coach Mike Hawkins has something in his wheelhouse that he's trying to pull out in his bag of tricks. Always and does.
2: And I'm sure the, the Westmen aren't too concerned about UBC's uh, bit of a fairytale resurgence here, looking to get back to the playoffs. They were 15-9 and last year, fifth in Canada West. Upset Brandon in the quarterfinals before they were swept by eventual conference champions, Trinity Western, in the semis. Not been as good this year 7-12 they've been poor on the road they were 8-4 last year on the road they are just 2-7 this year they're 500 at home but they've been unable to pick up uh, wins outside of Winnipeg of course that could change tonight and could be the deciding factor for them
0: and if we look back at the championship team of the Thunderbirds last year they were 20-4 and four in conference so to a degree both of these teams really you know taking a couple steps back large part due to losing a few key members Thunderbirds losing nearly every key key member. Westman losing a, a significant amount as well. So, new looks on the court for this year, but they've been doing a good job fighting back and
2: and uh, reworking what what was a great programs from last year. And it looks like uh, Thunderbirds have gone back to their the lineup that started the game for them. We'll see if they can do better in the second set than they did in the first
0: to start things off quick set again from Clegg. He's been great setting all night for the Westman meanwhile Dalhanyuk able to get up and grab the first point of the second set for the Thunderbirds.
2: He had a tough first set a couple reception errors on uh, what turned out to be aces Uh, a few attacks that were unable to find uh, the hardwood finally got it on that the first point of the second set Aspen sends it across back set there from Picklick
0: Duncan misses by a good bit there. Thunderbirds awarded the point after the attack error.
2: Duncan not really put into a position to succeed there. He was in the backcourt. He was unable to get a running start on that one. Had to jump up and lean a little bit backwards. Ended up getting a little bit under the ball. Hit it too far.
0: 2-0 now for the Thunderbirds. Picklick handles the serve. Duncan this time gets plenty of it. Nice job by Smith just to get it across. Joust at the net was won there by the Westman. And although Neves went around trying to get the ball back for his team, it was to no avail.
2: Westman are putting a lot of power onto their attacks, man. Hard for the Thunderbirds to uh, not, not just keep them alive, but keep them alive in a way that'll be beneficial for future attacks.
0: Garrett Jones back to serve for the Westman. Ben Hooker, the set to Dalhaniuk. Although he's stuffed and gets a little stare from the other side. That was Michael Clegg looking back at him. He does get the point on the wipe.
2: I mean, Dow he's got such uh, an incredible vertical that he can wait in the air just a little bit longer than his opponent get them as they're going down. He did that right there to Clegg.
0: Have you noticed a bit of tension on the court between these two teams? It seems like there's something a little extra tonight.
2: <laughs> well, uh, both teams know exactly what's at stake tonight. Neither one's going to be backing down. Wouldn't be surprised if there's, uh end up getting some cards of this game goes the distance nice rally going here right now Westman and
0: jumping and flying from the back row Adrian Dyke getting the Superman
2: kill Neves very unhappy with himself after that one he was not able to get down in time he slightly bent his knees but he didn't go near enough to the ground to try and get that one bounced away in frustration
0: serving that one across was Clegg Neves this time nearly gets it under Clegg who got the dig teeson he's rejected by jordan deshane and nearby michael Dauhania. Deshane doing the brunt of the workload there
2: and just like in the first set teeson a little bit invisible early on of course he turned it on in that middle of the first set and really was the catalyst to the run that winnipeg used to take over that first set we'll see if he can repeat that here for winnipeg in the second hooker the lefty gets the serve across that time, Duncan gets stuffed. Another big block. DeShane and Dowhenyuk again. I mean, usually it's Duncan who's doing the blocking, not getting blocked. But uh, DeShane has been more than up to the task so far this game, racking up the blocks of the net.
0: DeShane, one of the best on the Thunderbirds team at blocking. As Ben Hooker commits the service error. DeShane is actually first in total blocks on the team coming into tonight with 62. He's also tied for third on the team in kills up at 112. This time Duncan sends across the serve. Meanwhile, DeShane does does not do the blocking here, but rather gets blocked. Point awarded to the Westman. Another back and forth fight.
2: And T-Tart isn't the tallest for a middle blocker. He's just 6'4", but he does lead the team in blocks. Shows why they are 1-on-1 standing up DeShane at the net.
0: Duncan sends that serve too far. Service error gives the ball back now to Michael Dowhanyuk and the Thunderbirds.
2: Just like the start of the first set, a bit of a frenetic back-and-forth game early on. Neither team establishing uh, a noteworthy lead so far. If you're
0: tuning in on CITR 101.9 or Canada West TV, Jacob Air and Jake McRae will bring you guys tonight's coverage of UBC Volleyball taking on the Westmen.
2: That was Teeson and T-Tart combining at the net right there to stuff Thunderbirds a lot of blocks here in the second set.
0: Winnipeg sends across the ball. It was sent across there by T-Tart. Meanwhile, Matt Neves gets the kill against the Westman there. Now it's knotted up at six. I believe the point was actually awarded to the Westman, although it looked like Neves had won it. This time, Neves does get it across cleanly. T-Tart, a bit of an unconventional back set. That'll be a four-touch violation called against the Westman. there. Thunderbirds come away with a point. It was surprising just to see that they were able to keep that
2: in the air. I mean, quite a valiant effort there from Clegg and Jones. They did a great job of keeping that ball off the ground, but just took too many touches to do so.
0: So now it is a Thunderbird ball. Jordan Deshane with it. Deshane sends that one across. Handled cleanly there by Dyke. A smash from the far side. The cut shot has been working all night for Teeson and the rest of the Westmen.
2: Absolutely perfect attack there from Teeson. Looped it just over the head of Hooker, perfectly down into that back corner. What a set by Clegg
0: again. He seems to be one of the key pieces here tonight, feeding all these different offensive weapons. Was that a bazooka, Jake? Well, back that- row pipe.
2: From Ofic- Michael Dalhania. The official is not taking that one away. Dalhania got his feet right on that attack. Absolutely powered it off the torso of Thiessen. I mean, really, like a freak athlete, Michael Dalhania.
0: Matt Neves back, sends that one across. Dyke somewhat misplayed it tried to come back after getting the feed and then missed his attack so a couple miscues for dyke on that last play
2: Yeah, not a banner possession right there from the senior outside hitter it is senior night and
0: i don't know if those on well not senior night but rather a night to recognize those who are graduating and if you didn't have a chance to tune in on citr both zaid hamaday and joel Regeer of the thunderbirds as well as garrett jones on the westman so. will be at least for the Thunderbirds side their last regular season home game here, and for Garrett Jones, also his uh, final regular season game here at War Memorial Gym.
2: And for the Thunderbirds, this will more than likely be their last uh, home game of the season. Hard to imagine that if they are to make in the playoffs as an 8th they'll end up getting home court advantage at any point. Meanwhile, Danny Aspenliner of the Thunderbirds drops in a beauty, found
0: a seam in the heart of the defense of the Westman. 10 to eight now in favor of UBC Danny Aspen back to serve and this is where he really excels he used to be used primarily as a serving specialist earlier in the season that time Picklick handles it the setters dump from Clegg he's doing it all
2: tonight yeah he really caught the Thunderbirds off guard right there he's recorded uh, he well he did record. At least three kills in six of his first seven games of the new year. Hasn't done so in two straight, but he's on his way tonight. That's his second right there. Back set there from Hooker to Neves. And although Neves
0: was confronted with the double block, his attack was so strong it simply went through it. Dalhanyan gets it across. Rally is still going. Smith handles it, but that'll be a net violation called against Joel Regeer, the senior.
2: (laughs) This game... Uh, well at least this set uh, once still going very much back and forth neither team has been able to get a lead bigger than two points at any point here in the second
0: this time sent across by Garrett Jones who indeed does send it too far side out now after the service error for the T-Birds.
2: Very close right there good read by the Thunderbirds on that play to let that one go Jones very very close too Another ace for the Westman.
0: Let's see if Joel Regeer can get a little redemption for his recent violation call. Regeer sends a floater across. It was a beauty. Nicely handled, however, by Klisch. That actually was Dyke on the other side. Meanwhile, the Westman are awarded the point after a tip against the Thunderbirds. Nice kill there by Duncan.
2: A bit of an off-speed shot. See Hooker with his head in his hands after that one. It's not uh, always about power, although we've seen a lot of that tonight. Clegg sends across the serve. And although Smith overbumped it to Hooker,
0: Ben Hooker made the most of that. Setter's dump, no one was nearby.
2: And making Smith look like a genius right there might have been, as you mentioned, a slight miscue from the Libero, but Hooker turned it into UBC's advantage. Hooker, the lefty smashes it again. Clegg
0: with the long set near side for Teeson. He's rejected. Jordan Deshane,
2: get up. It looked like uh, Picklick bumped into his teammate Dyke right there, maybe the reason he was not able to get to that in time. Either way, ends up being a very big rejection from Deshane, who's had a few tonight.
0: Picklick had that heroic effort at the end, can't knock him for that. Hooker sends this one a country mile too long.
2: That That was not that close. (laughs) <laughs> to, being to say the least, in play, he gets a lot of power in his serves. He's had some nice-looking ones, but Thunderbirds, as a whole, as a unit, prone to uh, some really uh, off serves. Nearly getting across
0: are the Thunderbirds, however, they come up short after a valiant effort, hitting it off their own net a couple times. Now we're locked at 13. This second set is back and forth, anybody's set
2: and anybody's match right now. And neither team giving an inch right now. Thunderbirds desperately won't want to go down
0: 2-0. Duncan sends it across. Set from hooker to Neaves. Matt Neves, are you kidding me? The line shot from the right side.
2: Head official took some time considering uh, his options on that call. Ended up giving it to the Thunderbirds. Dalhaniuk
0: back to serve. Clips it off the top of the tape. Makes its way on over. Long set across. That was Dyke getting it through. Matt Nees is rejected on his lollipop attempt. And the Thunderbirds come away victorious. Aspenlider watched it hit his own antenna.
2: Yeah, a bit unfortunate there for the Westman. Clegg got his body in the way trying to try and get the dig, but it bounced off his arms all the way to the antenna. Just of course an automatic point if it hits there. Dauhania with the
0: lead by two. Thunderbirds trying to find the technical with an advantage. It won't happen quite yet now, as the Westmen have the ball 15-14 after they get that last kill. There haven't been too many errors in the second set. It's been a lot of really strong offensive efforts. Yeah, a lot of strong defense as well. This time, Aspen gets it through the hands of Thiessen, and that will take us to the technical with a Thunderbird lead. advantage for UBC. It's a tight second set here at War Memorial Gym.
2: We'll see which team comes out strong after the technical. Winnipeg led 16-14 at that technical timeout in the first set. And they came out firing after this timeout. Got a big lead that they never relinquished. We'll see if Thunderbirds are able to do the same or if Winnipeg will keep it locked in at a one or two point game.
0: Let's talk a bit about this weird phenomenon of this ubc men's volleyball team i don't know what to call it but it's basically a home court advantage for them they struggle especially with certain players on the road but players like Haniuk and colton lou who's not playing tonight drastically different players at home than on the road what could this mean going into playoffs
2: well given that they're not going to be playing any home playoff games if they do get there of course Uh, It does not bode well. They only have one road win all season. It was against Trinity Western a couple weeks ago. Very impressive, but still only one on the entire season away from home. And as you mentioned, Dow Hanyuk among those drastically uh, different in terms of effectiveness, ineffectiveness at home on the road if they do end up playing uh, a top-ranked team on the road in the playoffs. Of course, you don't want to count them out given how hot they've been lately, but definitely does not bode well for this team maybe you kind of expect it given how young they are
0: coming out of the technical it's a service error there by DeShane ball now over to, handed over to Thiessen Thiessen with the ball and Ben Hooker another one of those players I mean he's the center but again drastically different up over 11 assists per set at home under six on the road as the Thunderbirds come away with it here on a joust at the net the one player Jake who doesn't follow that, do you know who it is? No, I don't, who is it? It's the senior, Joel Regeer.
2: That makes sense, that experience, he's been through it all, he's won it all as a member of the Thunderbirds. Hopefully he can impart that onto this Thunderbirds team as uh, Thunderbirds, they recently did get help from that friendly far side antenna once again. Matt Neves sends across the serve, set
0: there from Clegg, huge smash there by Adrian Dyke.
2: Not been the most visible offensively for uh, the Westman, considering that he is second on the team in kills. Hits just 154 on the season, but he's uh, been reasonably efficient so far tonight. Dyke with a nice
0: serve there. The smash, however, was quickly handled by Dalhanyuk, fed to Hooker, who decided in mid-air that he would rather offer the setter's dump. Very deceiving look there from Hooker.
2: And both Hooker and Clegg are two for two on their uh, attack attempts. We'll see which one of them continues to say uh, Call up their own number, moving uh, moving forwards. Aspen Ladder sends across the serve. Thunderbirds
0: maintain that two p- two point margin. Re- Gear is stuffed at the net. Does get it across? Picklick handles it. Another setter's dump. Are you kidding me? I'm getting excited up here, Jake. <laughs> I'm nearly ripping off my headset.
2: Well, Clegg looked at Hooker's like, "Well, anything you can do, I can do better." Gets to that three kill mark for the first time in his last three games. Clegg
0: is a monster out there tonight. I mean, seriously. Long feed over to Dowhenyuk now. These offensive powerhouses are just going back and forth. This is great volleyball here tonight. Clean volleyball relatively here tonight. Dowhenyuk that time getting the kill for the Thunderbirds. He was
2: was isolated one-on-one with Clegg there, overpowered the opposing setter.
0: Joel Regeer serving for the T-Birds. Two-point advantage in their favor. 19-17. 19-17. to 17. That time, I might have jinxed it for the Westman. I said it's been pretty clean volleyball. Adrian Dyke mishandling that one. It's an ace for Regeer.
2: That's actually uh, only the second ace of the new year for Regeer. His first in five games after uh, hit, he hit eight in one weekend against McEwen. I, I think I
0: called that game or at least I called one of those games where he racked up a couple aces.
2: Yeah, since then, that's only his, uh, his second ace, but gets it done there. And I believe this is now the first three-point lead that either team has had in the second set. Uh, it's been <laughs> very tight, very back and forth. Thunderbirds now with a slim 20-17 to 17 advantage as we near the end of the second set. Thunderbirds looking to even up this match at one set win apiece. And
0: talking about even, I mean, the first set, it was really the Westman's after the technical but here from the beginning up till the current moment this has been back and forth even though the Thunderbirds hold that three-point advantage very well could go in Winnipeg's favor it's whoever has the ability to close this out and right now the Thunderbirds do have the ball and Joel Regier back serving coming out of the timeout the senior is back to serve sends across a floater handled nicely there by Picklick back set from Clegg Tyson smash nearly hits the ceiling. Dowhanyuk now up at the net. There were three Westmen nearby, but miscommunication on the part of Winnipeg ends up in a Thunderbird point.
2: Clegg very frustrated after that play. It looked like he tripped over the foot of T-Tart as he tried to shove his middle blocker out of the way in order to get to that one. Ends up dropping down for a Thunderbirds point.
0: Joel Regier again serving now Thunderbirds four point advantage. This time slightly mishandled there from the from Dyke. Westman do recollect. Dauhanyak makes sure that this time the Westman cannot answer back. Slams it off the body of Picklick,
2: and it's a little bit later than in the, it was in the first set. But the Thunderbirds going on a run right now, very reminiscent of what the Westman did in that first set before they took the win. Thunderbirds just need three more points to take this second set.
0: So 22-17. Joel Regeer catching his breath as he's back to serve. Gets the whistle from the official. And is ready to go here now. Thunderbirds, five point advantage. That time that was handled by Anderson who was brought into the game and it seems that anytime he's in that rotation, the Westmen have a little bit of magic with him.
2: Aspen Leiter very upset with himself after that one. Was, the attack went right to him; he was unable to control it, bounced off onto the scorer's table.
0: Michael Clegg handing handing that one across to the Thunderbirds, but a nice job by Duncan on the near side drops it in past the outstretched hand of this out out outside of the hand of Smith the libero
2: yeah, Duncan he's got a few inches on hooker and it showed right there hooker valiant effort on that joust attempt but he was nowhere close to getting as high as Duncan Ben hooker
0: that time again the height really not working for him up top at that net usually he's able to use his hops to his advantage and at least
2: find an even battleground but T tart too strong for him on that last attempt. T-Tarts got a an equally high vertical, and Duncan's got a five inches on the UBC setter, so that's going to be a losing battle for the uh, the Western University transfer.
0: So the Thunderbirds take a timeout here.
2: It looked like they were about to run away with the second set win. They're up twenty two to seventeen, but a quick three zero run for Winnipeg. They're right back in it. Like I said anyone's set right now anyone's match really
0: however if if winnipeg can rally here in the second that will give them a 2-0 set advantage
2: and as good as ubc's been playing recently coming back from a two set two two nothing set advantage against against any team is a very tall order
0: coming out of the timeout now michael clegg back to serve the setter sends across a floater with a lot of downward action. The set is fed across over to Neves. The smash comes all the way back to the UBC side. Dalhanyuk can't get it through. Set from Aspen Leiter. That's to Dalhanyuk. It was a bit of an overset. Dalhanyuk adjusted and still manage it. managed to get it through that double block.
2: Uh, very close that set from Aspen ladder to being too far and into the hands of the Westman but Jaheim was just able to reach up enough to uh, get the wipe
0: Zach Johnson who was the setter at the beginning of the year now a serving specialist into the game at the baseline Johnson sends it across Picklick handles quick set there it looks like originally t was going to go up then Duncan opted for it set again from Johnson here Feeds it across to Dalhaniuk who gets the wipe against Duncan. One point to go in this second set of play. 24-20
2: advantage, UBC. And Whatever Coach Hawkins drew up or said to the Thunderbirds in that timeout that he called a couple points to go worked, as now Winnipeg has called a timeout. Coach Larry McKay is going to talk it over with his troops as they will have to go uh, at least four straight points now if they are to keep... Uh, the hope of winning this set alive.
0: Hey, Larry McKay, he's not too worried about it. He has a lot of patience. He has a lot of experience. 28 years of it, in fact. Two-time National Coach of the Year, way back in 1993. Yes, Jake. Yes, Jacob. Checking myself. That was a year before we were born. And then 2002, he actually led the Westmen to seven CIS and CIAU medals before they made the move on over to CIS. He also served as the Canadian national team coach at the World University Games and as an assistant at the national team during the Summer Olympics. So tons of experience for Larry McKay. He's keeping his cool right now, even though they're trailing by four.
2: We'll see what he's able to draw up out of this timeout after uh, UBC was successful out of theirs. We'll see if the Westmen can do the same. Zeg Johnson back. Sends across a slow spin that
0: just stays in play. This time... The deflection off the dig from Smith made it across to the Westman. However, capitalizing our Winnipeg as a bit of a free ball was let up there by the T-Birds. And
2: Duncan wants to get things going quickly. He didn't wait around to celebrate after that kill immediately ran back to the baseline to get his hands on the ball as he's going to be serving now.
0: So coming out is Anderson for the Westman. Dyke back into the game. The serve is handled cleanly here by the Thunderbirds. Jordan Duchesne now through the middle. That gives the Thunderbirds the second set. We're all
2: even at one apiece here. (laughs) Bit of an unorthodox looking swing there from Duchesne. The ball was about head height instead of a little bit above. Didn't get a full windmill on that swing. Sort of a push shot. Ended up working out. Got it right down to the center of the court where no Westmen were standing. And uh, we're now knotted up at one. Fitting, given the stakes of this game, that we're not going to get a sweep. We're going to get a hard-fought battle of at least four, maybe five sets. Wouldn't bet against five sets, given how the first two have gone.
0: And it checks out with last night's battle between the two teams, although it only went for back and forth every match. I believe the Westmen actually had a total two-point advantage, even though the Thunderbirds won three sets to one.
2: No, the Thunderbirds just had two-point advantage. They had
0: a two-point advantage, even though it was a three sets to one total victory for them. Meanwhile, if we look around the rest of the league, Alberta swept UBC Okanagan today. That's no surprise. UBC Okanagan not having a stellar season. Meanwhile, Trinity Western won 3-0 against McEwen. Things are underway between Mount Royal and Calgary with the Cougars at a 1-0 set advantage. It's Saskatchewan and Thompson Rivers. No sets recorded yet, but that also underway. But back here, it's been a... Uh, a pretty solid night of volleyball. It's been I've had a lot of fun calling it so far. Very very active game, offense, defense, pretty relatively clean, a couple errors, but both teams really playing to their full potential it seems here tonight.
2: And one uh, one name looking out for in the third set is Tyson for the Westmen. Very, very quiet in that second set. There's a few points where I kept thinking He's gonna, now is the moment and he's gonna start to assert control like he did in that first set, but the Westman star was not able to put much of an imprint. It was more uh, Duncan and Clegg who were leading the charge for the Westman in that second set. We'll see if they can get their star back on track in the third and going forwards to the fourth as well.
0: Duncan with five kills for the Westman. Meanwhile, the kill leader for the Thunderbirds, Michael Dowhanyuk, the rookie up to nine now tonight, also Danny Aspenleiter someone who's recently made his introduction or rather reintroduction to the starting lineup he's second with six kills on the night he had a particularly strong first set of play.
2: Yeah and it was really Dauhenyuk who took over in the second can't remember whether it was zero or one but he did not have much in the way of kills in that first set really turned it on in that second set and took control of the game for the Thunderbirds which sort of uh emblematic of his season he'll be completely invisible for a stretch and then he'll be the best player on the court for another stretch you're not sure what you're going to get out of him from a night to night or even a set to set basis meanwhile matt neves with four kills and an ace on the night
0: him and both Tyson had very strong nights yesterday both relatively quiet here tonight i mean 20 kills in addition to seven digs each
2: yeah a very very big night for the two of them they both have taken a bit of a backseat. the westman have done a very good job of shutting needs down he's not been able to get any of his cross-court attacks really to go they've been putting up a solid block on him evidently keying in on him after he dropped 20 kills on him last night
0: and it seems that there is a bit of a setter battle going on here tonight definitely ben hooker it's been great for the thunderbirds but i don't know I feel like right now Michael Clegg is winning that battle by a, by a hair.
2: They've both had uh, quite a few highlight reel kills of their own uh, from the setter position. Clegg dropped in uh, an ace. Hooker, not, he's had some good serves, been unable to get any aces on the board for himself. And they've both been doing a very strong job setting up their teammates in, uh, in good positions for the most part. UBC, they're currently
0: eighth in blocks per set at just one98 But their hitting percentage is improving as a team. 224, again, much in part thanks to Matt Neves, who's came back and really provided a consistent presence. Jordan Deshane, one of the, I guess, veteran presences now on this team also. But Joel Regeer, really the leader out there. He's the captain. He's the senior. And he's being recognized here tonight, along with Zayd Hamadé, for their contributions to this UBC Thunderbirds team. Regeer... One of the few members uh, that has returned from that championship team last year, along with Aspen Leiter and, I believe, uh, Jordan Duchesne as well. And Lou. And Lou, of course. Lou uh, didn't get that much play time, though, last year.
2: And uh, just showing how close these two teams are heading in tonight, Winnipeg, fifth in kills per set in the conference with 12. UBC, 6th with 11.86. Westman, uh, they are 7th in hitting percentage at .225. UBC 8th at .224 but
0: a lot of the Thunderbird numbers are I I don't want to say you can throw them out the window but it's such a different team from that first half of play compared to post new year I mean they've won six of their last seven games and then you look at their overall record and you think how can this even be the same team so their numbers are drastically changing as of late though they've been even better than they show
2: And it's not exactly how Thiessen would have wanted to start off his third set, hitting the ball into the net for a service error. We'll see when and if, but I assume it's more of a when he gets back on track.
0: So after the service error, Joel Regeer back to serve now for the Thunderbirds. Things are knotted up at one set apiece. We're in the third set of action with the Thunderbirds, a 1-0 advantage. Ben Hooker with the set now across to Dowhanyuk, the line shot. And Tyson didn't know what to do there. He tried to drop down and keep that ball in the air to no avail.
2: And as quiet as uh, Neves has been, and as uh, much as Aspen Leader has cooled off, Dalhanyuk has been on fire since the start of the second set. He's been powering this UBT offense along with uh, Hooker, of course. DeShane also doing a very good job as of late. That serve handled there by Dyke, who then gets the kill off the hands of Hooker. Matt Neves tried to keep that one in the air but couldn't grab the dig. Now Dyke considering the last couple games might be due for a big one tonight. He had just eight kills and five attack errors yesterday. His last two games he's had just six and eight kills but he's not had three straight single digit kill performances all season. We'll see how he does for the rest of tonight. And he just had a huge effort there from the service line, nearly got the
0: ace. Comes in from the backcourt. However, the Thunderbirds... Are excited they they get the point after a four-touch four
2: violation there against the Westmen. Yeah, Dyke powered it straight off the tape, did not touch any of the Thunderbirds players, so it counted as a fourth touch when the Westmen got control of it once again. Quick 3-1 advantage for UBC to start the set. Hooker sends this one
0: a hair too far beyond the baseline, so another service error here will give the ball back to the Westmen. It's Garrett Jones back to serve. Jones with a couple kills on the night. No aces yet recorded. This time, I might have helped him there. He does
2: indeed record his first ace. Yeah, completely handcuffed. Aspen Leider right there. The third year's laughing that one off, but can't be too happy with uh, that one given that it was Adam, of course. He gets, gets a lot of spin on it. Aspen Leider handles that one more cleanly. And
0: talking about clean, cleaning things up, Matt Neves.
2: What a powerhouse he is for this Thunderbird team. I mean, given his slender frame, he gets a lot more power than you think he might be able to onto his attacks.
0: Well, I mean, his height definitely helps. Stands at six foot eight on the roster. Back at the other end. Tyson getting his name back on the board. Back serving is Clegg. So we just saw Hooker not succeed from the service line. We'll see what Clegg's able to do here. Sends across a floater. Smith nearly mishandled it. Dowhanyuk seemed to hang in the air there for a solid two to three seconds. Clegg, what an effort on the dig. This play stays alive. The rally is on, folks. Ending it. Danny Aspenladder ladder and the crowd is on their feet here at War Memorial.
2: Picklick with a bit of a nonchalant shrug after that point. Rockets off his forearm, but take nothing away from that attack from Aspen Leiter. Absolutely power that one straight off of the Westman libero and into the net for a UBC point. Jordan Deshane sends it across to Picklick. The quick set there
0: to T-Tart. He gets the kill right on top of the Thunderbird
2: envelope. Yeah, T-Tart, another uh, Winnipeg player uh, who after a strong first set was quiet in the second. We'll see how he rebounds now. Misplay there by the
0: Thunderbirds results in a point here for Winnipeg. The one-time slam from the middle. You can't give too many of those away.
2: That is as easy of a point as Dyke will get all game. Uh, Ball bounce right to him over the net from the overbump.
0: Tyson Smith, a cleaner handle here. Aspen Leiter wins the joust. Up at the net there with Teeson. Nearby was T-Tart. But Aspen Leiter coming away with it for the Thunderbirds, one on two.
2: Yeah, and we're knotted up again, six to six. Looks like this set's gonna be similar to the first two. Neither team establishing an early lead. Matt Neves sends across the floater,
0: Handled there by Duncan. Quick set to T-Tart, that came in from Clegg. T-Tart's been very strong from the middle position here tonight.
2: He's not not the the biggest player out there, but he gets a lot of blocks, gets in on the action, and he gets his fair share of kills as well.
0: Clegg's made more noise here in the third. He's winning that setter battle (laughs) we were talking about. From the back row, Dalhaniak, with a little extra hang time, somehow gets a fingertip on it, and then sends it under the
2: hand of Michael Clegg. Bit of an unorthodox attack right there from Dow Hanyuk. Looked like he hit it as he was going down on his jump, but still managed to hang in the air just long enough to get it over the net and for the point. Clegg, another quick set. Thunderbirds have struggled defending that here tonight.
0: Ben Hooker tried a setter's dump of his own. It was snuffed out
2: by the defense. Meanwhile, through the middle, Garrett Jones. Well, Jones, he doesn't get. A ton of attacks, but when he does, he makes it count.
0: Now back to serve. It's the man of the hour. He's got to get something going. Daniel Thiessen. Michael Dalhanyuk with a thunder strike from the near
2: side. He's pumped up. And that might be the real man of the hour right there. His 12th kill of the game. Incredibly impressive considering how... uh, he was unable to get anything going offensively in the first set. Dalhanyuk
0: has been known to fall into a streak or two during his time here at UBC. Seems that he's found one right now. Joel Regeer not letting Dalhanyuk continue that, at least for the, from the uh, serving team's perspective. Side out after the service area, gives the ball over to Dyke. Winnipeg serving, 15, Dyke sends it across. Ben Hooker, quick set there to Deshane. Who punched it across. Thunderbird's is able to handle it again. Near side here for Dalhanyak. Dalhanyak, another kill. Make it 13 on the night. No chance there for Dyke from the back court.
2: Yeah, Dalhanyak read the defense perfectly. Dyke was the only man in the back court, and Dalhanyak hit it just enough to uh, the side, off to Dyke's right, that the uh, outside hitter was unable to get there. We're knotted at
0: nine in
2: this third set of play.
0: Ben Hooker is back to serve. Mishandled there by Duncan. The Thunderbirds have some time. Tauhaniuk, he's given three different looks on his last three attacks. This time, powers it through. Last time he found the backcourt on a bit of a crafty play. He was analyzing the court. And then the play before that, from the back row. Michael Dauhaniac's doing everything.
2: Yeah, he's got the raw power that if all else fails, he can just blast the double lock and it might go through like it did right there. This time it was a late attack
0: there by Thiessen, maybe taking notes on Dauhaniac. His wasn't as successful. Miscommunication. It was actually a very clean bump there by Smith, but whether Dauhaniac or
2: Aspenlider was supposed to go for it, we don't really know. And Dauhenyuk was sliding backwards on that one. Looked like he'd assumed that Aspen ladder was going to go get it. And it actually looked like
0: Hooker was right there. He wasn't really involved in that play. Sending that one across again. Jones. Thunderbirds
2: grab the point here after the white. Maybe the Westman thought that ball was going to go out to the outside, but D- Deshane caught it mid-flight powered at home as UBC retakes the lead. Back and forth action here.
0: I can't tell you how many lead changes there's been in the entire match. That would be insanity to calculate. As now the Westmen have tied it up again
2: at 11. Yeah, Neves, very good job as a solo blocker to get his hands onto that one. But the attack from Duncan was too powerful and it flew all the way out of bounds for a point to Winnipeg.
0: Clegg sends the serve across. Handled there by Duncan. Clegg, the quick set there to T-Tart, who took his time. Dalhanyuk slams it, gives it a good look, and realizes his
2: mistake as he gave it a little too much juice. Uh, Dalhanyuk, even now he's playing, felt very comfortable calling up his own number there on the first touch of that UBC possession. Not bothering with setting up a play. Ended up not working out. Serve from
0: Clegg, handled by Smith. This time, Neves missed the line shot. And
2: all of a sudden, the Westmen are in a two point advantage. And Neves has been a bit more up and down tonight than he has been as of late, uh, and unable to really put his print onto this game.
0: Clegg sends that serve too far, so now it's Thunderbird's ball. They're, they're trailing one. Westmen are just three points away from the technical here in the third. It's a pivotal set. Things are deadlocked at one apiece. Jordan Deshane back to serve for the Thunderbirds. Deshane sends it across, handled by Thiessen. It goes back his way. Matt Neves made a last-second effort there. Did Aspen Leiter get a touch on it?
2: He definitely did, and so did the Westman. So the Thunderbirds are awarded the point. That is definitely not how Coach Hawkins would have drawn that play up. Dalhanyek gets the assist on a bit of a whirling dervish of... Uh pass there to Aspen Leiter just manages to get a touch to Shane serve is handled by
0: Tyson. rejection by Joel Regier and Danny Aspen Leiter. free ball here for the Thunderbirds Aspen Leiter, a diamond a beauty off the legs there of Michael Clegg
2: Aspen Leiter now the second Thunderbird player to get up to double digit kills for the night with 10
0: UBC, they've retaken the lead here. Two to go to the technical. If history repeats itself, indeed. The point will go back to the Westman. Nobody is safe here at War Memorial Gym tonight. At least nobody on the court. This game is going back and forth. Serve here, handled cleanly by UBC. Matt Neves does find the court this time UBC gets the ball back, one away from the technical. Important for Neves
2: that he gets his game back on track. He loves going cross court. His most recent attempt before that one was a line shot that he missed. So it goes back to his uh, more trusty maneuver, and it works out. The cut shot is a favorite of his. He's back to serve. Picklick
0: handles it. Set there from Clegg. It was behind him. Tyson, There he is, Jake. Does find the kill above the hand of Tyson Smith. Locked at 15 here. Serving it is T Tart. Long set there from Smith. He overset it again. This time Dauhaniuk gives another look here for Aspenlider. Diamond Danny, as he reaches into the double digits, also helps the Thunderbirds into the technical. That's a kill for him. Him and Dauhaniuk both now above 10. Dauhaniuk with 14, Danny Aspenlider with 11. Thunderbirds up 16-15 to 15 here in this third set of play, but these teams are still locked at one set apiece.
2: It's anybody's match here tonight. As close as it could possibly be right now, and Dalhaniuk interestingly, after all his kills, turned into a bit of a provider. Both of Aspen Lighter's last two kills were set up by the rookie outside hitter. Meanwhile, on
0: the side of the Westman, you have Dyke Duncan, T-Tart, and Thiessen, all with five-plus points on the night. So it's been a four-pronged attack in addition to Jones and Clegg, both totaling three. Meanwhile, for the Thunderbirds, it's really just been Dowhanyuk, Asman Leiter, and DeShane. Other contributions have been two points or less. That's coming from Hooker, really, and that's the only players who have significant numbers on the board here tonight for the Thunderbirds.
2: Yeah, Neves a bit quieter than usual. He's still putting up solid enough uh, kill totals, but uh, it's definitely been the Dalhanyuk and Aspen show, at least so far in this third set. Neves with six kills on the night. Coming out of the technical, Danny Aspen
0: serving. Sends this one across, handled by the Westman into his own net. I think he might have lost his balance there. That was Garrett Jones going up. It looked like his left foot slipped out on him.
2: I mean, given we'll see it
0: right here. Maybe he was just leaning back. And then <laughs> maybe he was disappointed with his attack.
2: Well, given how efficient he normally is, that's definitely uh, out of the ordinary for Jones right there as he takes a bit of a tumble. This time, Dyke gets it through the block of
0: Regeer. Regeer sends it back across. The dink is dug out nicely. Thunderbirds keep it alive. Aspen one time from the back row. What a rifle by him. However, the joust and the rally is over. The Westman and Adrian Dyke punctuating that point.
2: The Thunderbirds and Coach Hawkins calling for a net violation there from Dyke, but it looks like Winnipeg gets the call.
0: 17-16, Thunderbirds with the slim lead here. Nobody likes the review that they're seeing here at War Memorial Gym. Matt Neves
2: goes for the cut shot. Thunderbirds awarded the point. And Neves, his second straight attack that he's gone cross court from that far side. And it's worked twice in a row now. We'll see if they get him more involved or if, or if they'll be sticking more with Delhaenic and Aspen ladder, which you would not fault them for if they do.
0: Joel Regier serving, trying to extend this modest two point lead for the Thunderbirds here late in the third set of play. 18-16 in favor of UBC. Setters dump. However, the point is awarded here to UBC.
2: Trying to figure out exactly why. Very close call right there. For, uh, from our
0: broadcast view, it it looks like it may have hit the line. I couldn't tell if there was a violation called on the play, however. It may have been a net violation that we saw that we didn't see off the ball needless to say the thunderbirds up 19 to 16 the largest of tied the- for the largest lead of this third set of play and right now they got something going the vet joel regeer back serving maybe old faithful kind of like jordan to someone who has a bit of consistency in their game maybe he can lead them to a bit of a a run here and a bigger lead. I mean,
2: in each of the first two sets, the team that had the lead at the technical was able to build a lead post technical timeout and then see out the set. UBC held a one-point advantage at the technical. They've taken uh, three of the first four points since that break. We'll see if that this uh, trend holds true or if Winnipeg is able to mount a comeback.
0: Worth noting, although the Thunderbirds are eight and eleven on the year, they are seven and four at home this season. Out of the timeout, Adrian Dyke trying to do all he can to prove why his Westman deserve this third set of play. Huge kill for him. Here's the secret weapon. Austin Anderson back into play from the service line for the Westman. This is where he really took off in the first set and let them, led them into a six point first set victory. Anderson does get it across. Dauhania handled it well. The Thunderbirds aren't going to let his juju get to them this time. Matt Neves getting the kill on a line shot.
2: And now it's uh, UBC bringing in their own serving specialist as Johnson checks back into the game for Hooker. He'll look to try and build a uh, more substantial lead for the Thunderbirds here late in the set.
0: Zach Johnson into the game. Johnson with the serve across. It doesn't quite make it over. So for the player who was brought in for one roll, he can't get it done. He'll come back out into the game again as Hooker. And And the ball will be handed over to the Westman.
2: And Matt Klish now making his first appearance of the game for the Westman. Second year setter. Played in two sets yesterday. Was unable to uh, record anything of note in the box score. It's his first game since January 12th that he didn't record an assist. He's also coming in to serve. Nice serve by him. However, the Thunderbirds can keep it
0: in the air. The rally begins. Teeson with the ball. Nice dig there by Smith. Far side. Dalhanyuk, one-on-one there with Duncan. And the rookie beats out the third year.
2: And as good as Duncan has been tonight at the net, as hot as Dalhanyuk has been, you can't afford to uh, go one-on-one only with him. And now the other senior for UBC playing in his last game at war memorial gym the transfers aid hamada
0: so he's into the game coming back onto the court now for Clish was who he came out for so we see some new faces out on the court still out there is austin anderson notably for the westman point awarded here to the
2: thunderbirds t tart not a ton of pressure from the thunderbirds but he hit it straight into the net did not give westman a chance really on that possession and now second time out of the set called by coach mckay and it's a four point lead that is
0: the first time here in the third set of play that we've seen such a large if you want to say uh difference between the two sides ubc pulling within three to close out this third set if they can come back and win two sets after dropping the first one maybe they have that momentum to close out and four again here tonight
2: yeah, it's hard to tell, though, given how many times we've been assuming that one team has the momentum and then immediately swings back the other way. Both these teams very evenly match. and makes sense that they're very close to each other in the standings, given how this whole weekend has been playing out. It's,
0: it's kind of like a pendulum here tonight, but you can't really hold the pendulum to one side. It just keeps rocking back to that middle ground. Doesn't seem like there's really any way to avoid it.
2: We'll see if the master student, Hamada, is... a. Uh, able to get that momentum going for the Thunderbirds. Hamada,
0: master's student here. Science and technology, I'm not even sure exactly what field it is, but he's also a bit of a master from the serving serving point of view. However, that time does hit it into his own net, giving the ball back now, on over to the Westman, Michael Clegg set
2: to serve. And Hamada is here at UBC. It's uh, beginning his master's degree in medical genetics and experimental medicine. Figured might as well play some volleyball on the side this year, given that he's got one more U of eligibility left. Set there from Hooker. and, And he gets it. Danny Aspenliner
0: grabs the wipe and the point on the play for UBC.
2: Very close right there to landing back in play. But luckily for the Thunderbirds, ends up being a wipe. Smith
0: almost went for that one. Lucky he held up. Jordan Deshane now back to serve. Two points here for set. To clinch the set for UBC. Deshane nearly getting the ace. Nice job to keep it in the air. Matt Neves gets it through the double block. Both Thiessen and Tietar there. But too strong. Matt Neves, the rookie. It's been the rookies here tonight.
2: And now it is set point for the Thunderbirds, 24-19. UBC will now have five attempts to close out this set and take a 2-1 to lead.
0: And I guess the rookies and, of course, also Aspen Leiter. Aspen Leiter, almost a, a functional rookie, although in his third year, really didn't see a lot of playtime before this year. Does bring a bit of experience though with him, was part of that U sports team last year. As we saw Jordan DeShane there, hit it into his own net for the service error. So the Westman now have the ball. Back to serve is Ethan Duncan. They've got to get at least four here if they want some extra volleyball in this third set of play. Duncan can see if he can get things started. Set from Hooker, near side, Aspen Leiter. And Clegg who was so great First and second set, there the ball got past his outstretched leg, and the Thunderbirds clinched the second set by five.
2: It there. was
0: it was one to two
2: points, all all set. Very similar to the second set in that way. UBC able to pull out uh, a big a, b- a bit of a bigger lead once they hit the twenties in terms of points, and uh, Winnipeg unable to mount any sort of last gasp attempt.
0: So with that last kill, Danny Aspenlider up to 13 kills on the night. I don't know. That seems like an awfully high number for him.
2: Second highest total of the season. He had 14 against Brandon all the way back on November 3rd. This is his highest since that mark. And given how he's playing, you would have bet against him breaking that season high, which would I assume would be a career high as well for the third year, at least in Canada West. Meanwhile, Michael
0: Dowhanyuk with 15 on the night, although an exceptional total. He, a couple of weeks back, put up some pretty astronomical numbers in terms of kills. I believe 29 or 31 kills. I believe it was 29. 29 kills in a single night. Dalhanyuk did have his struggles early on for this UBC team, but has been great since then. You look at the other side. You said Thiessen needs to get involved if this Westman side wants to win. He has six kills on the night. What do you think of that?
2: Oh, Nearly all of those were in the first set. Very visible in the second. And again, in the third, he's he had a couple bright moments where you point out that he's getting involved now, but then he's been unable to follow it up. I'm not sure whether the Westmen, I'm not sure whether they need to draw more plays for him or if it's really like the defensive side that he's not been able to have much an impact on. He is fourth in Canada West in digs. So he is a very good defender, but he's just been unable to really put an imprint Onto this game. And something strange about Tyson's play here tonight is that he actually plays generally
0: a bit better on the road as well. He averages 3.67 kills per set away from home compared to just 3.28 in his friendly confines. And he has 11 aces on the road compared to just four at home coming into tonight. But not too much noise from him. Meanwhile, Adrian Dyke does have six kills on the night but Dyke really has been one of their main players who at least has been giving them some sort of momentum, and they're going to need it in this fourth set if they want to push it into five.
2: Yeah, Dyke's been good. It's been really him, Clegg, and uh, Duncan leading the charge for the Westman UBC, however, taking the last two sets by around the same margin each time. It's really whoever has the lead at the technical really seems to turn it on after that break and then end up winning the set. So maybe instead of a race to 25, it's more or less a race to 16. See who can get there and uh, get that crucial momentum for the second half of the set. UEC now has a shot to win it if they can get 25 points here in the fourth set. And I think on to that point, you know,
0: if you can establish an early lead against a team where you're really very, very evenly matched, that it's that it's mental, mm-hmm. it's that mental game, right? It's like, we have the lead going in, but you still, it's not like you're going to let up against a, a lesser opponent. It's a lead that you know you have to continue to build upon. So maybe that's the advantage. Someone makes a mental mistake here, mental mistake there. We saw a couple reception errors, a couple missed opportunities by uh, the Westman. Of course, Thunderbirds did have their own as well, but maybe some of their firepower, whether it be Dalhanyuk, Neves, or Aspen Leiter, gave them that extra edge in that third set of play.
2: In UBC now, they can they can taste the playoffs. It's beckoning. It's coming. If, Of course, it won't be an officially clinched tonight, but if they can win tonight, they'll just need either one win next weekend or one Winnipeg loss can next you, weekend.
0: Can you explain to everyone listening a bit how the playoffs work?
2: Yeah, it's the There's only 12 teams in the conference, but the top eight make the playoffs, and from there, it's a best of three quarterfinals. Whoever gets the eighth seed out of these two teams will likely be matched up with Brandon, who uh, UBC lost to earlier in the year. They're swept by the Bobcats. I'm not sure how Winnipeg did against Brandon, but given how good Brandon is, I would assume if they did play, it was not in the Westman's favor.
0: First point here in the fourth set of action goes towards Winnipeg. So going back to the playoffs, is there any chance that both of these teams
2: can make it? be incredibly unlikely uh i'm not sure where the updated standings are with the game between thompson rivers and saskatchewan that would be the game to watch but given that one of these teams has to lose tonight if they'd been both a- if they're able to both win tonight then it might be uh possible for them both to make the playoffs but given that e- either both teams will be uh eight and twelve or uh winnipeg will be seven and thirteen i think it's highly unlikely or er, probably even imp- impossible for both them to make it thank you for the
0: information to all you listening whether you're first time uh canada west volleyball listeners on citr 101.9 fm or if you listen to almost every game here thank you for tuning in jacob Aaron, and jake mcgrail thunderbirds in this fourth set of play have jumped out to a quick 2-1 set count lead michael dalhaniak contributing on that last kill for the thunderbirds
2: He got 19 last night, he's nearing that mark once again, 17. So Joel Regeer, the vet, back to serve.
0: Joel Regeer's serve there is handled by Duncan of the Westmen. Aspen Leiter overset it a bit, however the Westmen, after the joust, which went barely in the Thunderbirds' favor, unable to collect, after a bit of miscommunication on the near side of the court.
2: Looked like T-Tart might have been trying to get it to pick-click, but he hit it over his libero's head and uh, harmlessly or harmfully to uh, the Westman onto his own side of the court. 3-1 Thunderbirds, Joel Regeer. Another
0: misplay there by the Westman. Don't give it to Jordan Deshane right through the middle. You're asking
2: for trouble if you do that. We saw something very similar to that in the third set where it was Adrian Dyke of the Westmen taking an overbump and uh, happily knocking it home for a kill. And this time it was Jordan DeShane of the Thunderbirds doing the same very easy point there for UBC.
0: Regeer sends that one across, nearly drops in. Duncan did a nice job just to dig it. A lot of time here to set a play for the Thunderbirds. Westman now set it out wide. Teeson near side now. That's Adrian Dyke with the kill. Regeer couldn't keep that one up in play.
2: An overbump there from Regeer that allowed the Westman time to set up Dyke on the outside. He hit it right back to the senior. Regeer was unable to make up for his earlier mistake. As very strong shot there from Dyke cross court. Teeson sends across the serve. Set there from Hooker
0: to the back row. What a smash from Danny Aspenleider. And that actually ties his Canada West all-time high and kills in the game. 14, congrats to him tonight, might even break it. 5-2 now in favor of the Thunderbirds. This is a bit less of an even start than we've seen in the other sets of play. And that's an ace.
2: Hooker there gets his first ace of the game. And as you mentioned, four point lead now for the Thunderbirds, it's gotta be the largest pre-technical timeout lead that we've seen at any point. Or at least tied
0: match. for it, I believe. But yeah, three or four, definitely the maximum that we've really seen before the technical. Make that two aces. Ben Hooker. Back-to-back aces for the setter. 7-2 Thunderbirds. And a timeout definitely needed by the Westman Head coach Larry McKay smartly taking one for his team to recoup.
2: And if I remember correctly, Duncan, who misplayed that serve there was guilty of a couple misplays earlier tonight on uh, some in the first set and Ben Hooker maybe I don't know do you know where he's from
0: well, he's uh, he's from Winnipeg isn't he right maybe getting a little of revenge on his hometown here with these recent aces does it feel good to do that to your hometown college
2: team I mean probably given that eight players on the Westman are from Winnipeg it's uh, definitely He probably knows a good handful of them. There is
0: another Winnipeg player on the Thunderbirds. It's Gerard Murray. He hasn't seen any action here tonight. But he's got to feel, I think, somewhat good. He probably knows a lot of those guys, you know, being around, going through similar volleyball club programs back in Winnipeg. He's on a roll right now, and the Thunderbirds are as a team. Ben Hooker, it's been great having him since he came on over. Him and Johnson, two great options in case one is slipping, but Thunderbirds really have two top-caliber setters on their squad.
2: Yeah, and it uh, it was Clegg right there, Michael Clegg, getting another kill. That is his fourth kill of the game on another dump that ended up being more of a wipe. Not super clean, but it ends up working for Winnipeg. Much-needed point. Adrian Dyke with the serve across. However, the feed
0: was given over to Matt Neves. The cut shot is so effective when he gets it, and that's a kill for him, 8-3 Thunderbirds. And
2: Clegg was furious with himself after that one. You can't really blame him for being unable to stop it, being up there all by himself, but he definitely thinks at least that he should have done more with that defensive attempt. Dalhanyuk nearly grabbed the ace. Dyke actually misplayed it. Westman lucky that
0: they had some extra people in the backcourt. Westman doing a good job keeping this play alive. Thunderbirds have been throwing a lot of high-powered attacks at their way. Aspen Leiter, now he's rejected. Now the ball is in Thunderbirds' court just to get it across. Feed from Clegg. That's Duncan. What a point there for the Westman. Wow. That's a huge team effort. That's a big point.
2: Much needed. They need to go on a run reasonably quickly if they are to keep a foothold in this game. Keep their... Playoff hopes alive. Keep their season alive. That one sent across from
0: T-Tart. Meanwhile, the Thunderbirds are just trying to keep it up here. Smith sends it across. Clegg, one time, gives it across there to Garrett Jones. Another feed for Jones. He smashes it. Dalhaniuk slides on his stomach across, but can't keep that ball up in the air. That was a long rally, and it was very fast paced between those two teams. Jones getting in the action, along with Clegg feeding about just
2: nearly every player on the Westman.
0: T-Tart also
2: in on that play for the Westman. Dalhanyuk nearly sliding headfirst in the advertising boards, all in vain. A smash through the middle for DeShane. Good job keeping that in play by Clegg.
0: Dalhanyuk, the feed to the back row. Hooker back to Dalhenyuk, and maybe the rookie got a little ambitious there.
2: We haven't seen Jones have a ton of uh, surefire rejections, but he does rack up his fair share, and he gets a big one right there on the high-powered Dalhenyuk.
0: So that small UBC lead has been cut to even less now, 8-6 in favor of the Thunderbirds. Duncan's rejected this time.
2: Matt Neves and Jordan DeShane getting up to reject the big man of the Westman. Neves doesn't really play a ton uh, like a man who gets a lot of blocks, likes to hang around the outside but when he shifts over to the middle, he can use his six foot eight frame to get his hand on quite a lot of attacks. Jordan DeShane serving the ball. Although this one goes over the
0: net, it's also out of and beyond the sideline he hasn't had too much success
2: serving tonight he had four aces last night that's been unable to carry over tonight he does have the one but uh also just got an error right there bit of a joust at the net westman
0: came out on top of the thunderbirds have some time to set a play and it seems that almost every time at least during this match when neves goes for the line shot it's either an attack error or it's unaffected Uneffective. meanwhile where he goes for the cut shot it seems like it's a kill
2: mm. that I mean, time he missed whatever it is it's always a rally ender
0: that's true the feed from hooker over to neves bump set behind himself there from aspen lighter to neves now Clegg, duncan smashing it off of Dalhaniuk's outstretched hands things are knotted up at nine here The Westmen are
2: not going quietly. And Dalhanyuk like his uh, counterpart number 13 on Winnipeg has also had his fair share of reception uh, difficulties in this game more early on, but came back to bite him there as he was in the right position. He was just unable to adequately control it and a great run here from Winnipeg. Seven to two run after that early timeout from Coach McKay has them right back in it. They are tied 9-9 in a set. They must win. Head
0: coach Mike Hawkins taking a timeout for his Thunderbirds. Maybe trying to get them back on a bit of a roll. It definitely helped the Westman get on one. So you wonder what they're gonna change if we're gonna see a couple new faces out on the court. D'Ahania got bested a couple times. They did a good job in the middle. We saw Jones come up with a couple. Big plays for the Westmen. But their net presence was something that seemed to be lacking a bit in some of the other sets. It's been more prevalent here, at least in that last 7-2 to two run, which has helped them find some success as of late for
2: Winnipeg. And aside from some specific servers, uh, both teams fairly comfortable rolling with the same seven players that have got them this far. Michael
0: Dalhania, sheesh. I mean... Insane coming through the back row again. Every time. It's like a rifle is shot. Kill for the Thunderbirds. 10-9 in their favor right now. Matt Neves back to serve. Sends it across. Far side Duncan goes for the wipe. Aspen Leiter shakes his hands and his head. He knew what it was coming. He pulled his hands away in time.
2: Very smart play there from Aspen Leiter. Saw what the Westmen were trying to do on that attack and he just managed to avoid getting uh, his hands on the ball. Matt Neves again to serve
0: this time, nearly clipping the ceiling. The play will continue. However, it's slowed down as a double touch violation goes against the Westman.
2: That was something that actually plagued uh, the Winnipeg women's team early tonight. They had a lot of different violation, whether double touch or team uh, four touch not been as prevalent here in this men's game, but Winnipeg fell victim to it right there. He gives the Thunderbirds here a 12-9 advantage.
0: However, Thiessen bringing it back to 12-10 with a nice kill from the close side.
2: And again, he pops up uh, with, a, with a big kill. We'll see if it's another solitary incident or if this is finally the spark that can light a bit of a fire underneath him. Hooker, a quick feed there to Regeer
0: who missed it, thought that they might have touched it on the way. However, the Westmen were able to let that one go out of play. I'm not sure how much Regeer touched that, much less any Winnipeg players. I think maybe he was trying to deke the officials that he hadn't. The feed now from Hooker to Aspenleiter. That is a new record for him in Canada West. Congrats to Danny Aspenleiter. 15 kills for him on the night. He'll go back to serve. And, most importantly, that gives the Thunderbirds a two-point lead here in this fourth set of play. And as we've said, the technical is very important. At least, it seems so in this one here tonight. A massive rejection. Teeson trying to go up.
2: Dalhanyuk was right there to greet him. Joe Regier also involved. It looked like that was mostly Dalhanyuk who went up there against Teeson and got the better of the third-year opposite.
0: Aspen Leiter, 14-11 now in favor of UBC, handled there by Dyke. Just clipping it over is Garrett Jones. That'll give the ball back to the Westman here, as well as the point. 12 to 14, they trail by two.
2: Not sure what happened there from Matt Neves, but it looks like he had his ankles broken on that attack. Fell backwards slightly instead of forwards for the dig. Overbump there by Tyson Smith. Thankfully, Matt
0: Neves was there to recover the play. That could have went very poorly. But Ben Hooker
2: with the overhanded kill. How often does that happen? Was that? this? that was Michael Dowhanyuk who sets up his setter for the uh,
0: the attack. <laughs> Dowhanyuk was rather impressed, I think, with his set more than anything.
2: Well, that's now a third assist for Dowhanyuk. That's got probably a career high for him.
0: Joel Regeer sends this one across, trying to take the Thunderbirds into the technical. Teeson with a slam. Great dig there from Neves. Going to the opposite side for Dalhania. Thunderbirds can't find the open court yet. Backcourt smash. Danny Aspenlider roaring back, proud with 16 kills on the night. Equally, the Thunderbirds, 16 points here in this fourth set. That takes us to the technical.
2: With the four-point Thunderbird lead, biggest lead by far that we've had at any technical timeout this game. The first two was sixteen to fourteen. Last uh, set it was sixteen to fifteen, but now it's sixteen to twelve for UBC after that timeout from Hawkins when it was a tie game. Now a seven to three run for the Thunderbirds as they have wrested back control, and the Westmen are dangerously close to having their postseason hopes nearly uh, extingu- extinguished completely. I think if there's anything, any lessons to be gleaned from this game,
0: one, timeouts really do help, and two, the technical is very important.
2: Well, we'll see about that last one, especially in this fourth set, but it makes sense that timeouts would be very important for this Thunderbirds team, given how young they are, any sort of chance they have to catch their breath, uh, rest up a little bit, have Coach Hawkins directly talk to them, draw up some plays, point out some new points of emphasis, really allows them to resettle, refocus. We'll see if which team is able to uh, take that all important momentum now out of this technical.
0: Back in action, Joel Regeer sends it across. Quick set there from Clegg to Tea Tree, or to Tea Tart, excuse me. Meanwhile, Dohenia gets it across. Nice dig there by the vet Joel Regeer getting down and dirty and it leads to a huge kill for the rookie so the fifth year does the hard work gets on the floor ends up giving the kill opportunity over to Dowhenyuk
2: the rookie who comes through and coach McKay not uh, wasting any more time immediately calls a timeout after that point hit the Winnipeg's final timeout of this set he could feel uh, the crowd really getting into it the thunderbirds really getting into it they're believing now that they could end it this set they could take another giant step closer to the playoffs and it seemed like t
0: had a bit of an opportunity there to help the westman in the middle they weren't able to really come up with anything all too impressive though
2: no it's uh it's now or never for the westman it was now or never coming in tonight for the game and within the game it's now or never. This match is boiling down to these next eight
0: points for the Thunderbirds. And if you're looking at the opposite side, there's 13 needing to be made up for the Westmen in this fourth set of play. It's a long way to rally back, but it's gonna have to be done if you're Winnipeg. Out of the timeout, Regeer is still back to serve. Joel Regier. they iced the kicker there That reminded me of the Chicago Bears game a bit. I don't know if you had a chance to catch that one.
2: That wasn't too pretty. And whatever happens from here on out, Coach McKay will be unable to call a timeout for the Westmen. They're gonna have to roll it out clean from here. Thunderbirds have one timeout left. Thiessen sends across the serve.
0: Dalhanyuk goes up with his right hand cross court and all of a sudden the Thunderbirds have given two quick points back to the Westmen. Back to serve again is Tyson. Hooker with the set for Dalhaniuk. There's the point from the rookie. That's 19 kills on the night now. Make that 20. So reached 20 for I think the fourth time this season now. Michael Dalhaniuk having quite the rookie campaign.
2: 39 kills for this weekend. He definitely has Winnipeg's number as Johnson is now in to serve. And Hooker takes what will more than likely be a brief seat on the bench 1814 Thunderbirds clinging to a
0: four-point lead here late in the fourth set of play Zach Johnson sends it across lucky that nearby was Dyke as Duncan had misplayed that serve it was gonna be an ace and however the Westman have a few more blunders within themselves, and that leads
2: to an easy point for the Thunderbirds. When I mean, did a very good job saving that one briefly, nearly crashing into some spectators on the sidelines, but Duncan misplayed it and hit straight into his own net. 19 to 14 now is the advantage for UBC.
0: Zach Johnson still back to serve. The specialist sends it across, Duncan did handle it. One on one, Jordan Desheng getting up against
2: t Tart. wow. Duncan might have gotten the best of DeShane earlier in this game, but it's DeShane who has the advantage over the smaller T-Tart and one-on-one right on the logo. It was the UBC Thunderbirds blocker that got the the duel right there.
0: So now a six-point lead here in this fourth set, the biggest of the set, one of the largest of the entire game. That time, Teeson trying to give his Westman an advantage. What a great First, it was a great set, all the way from Zek Johnson, huge bump set, and the finish there by Michael Dalhanyuk, getting it right through the double block and underneath them to give the Thunderbirds a seven point lead now.
2: That ball hung in the air forever. It was not a matter of Winnipeg not being able to set up their defense, but Dalhanyuk, one on two, got the best of them. Zach Johnson sends it across, and right off the face there
0: of Picklick. That's got to hurt the libero, not just physically. That's a tough one to take. I think it actually hit right under his face, but upper chest, chin area.
2: And as good as Picklick has been in this game, that's a crucial blunder right there. And now an eight-point lead for the Thunderbirds, just three away for the win and the weekend sweep. Zach Johnson to serve again. Picklick, another
0: slight mishandle. Duncan gets it back. They just had to get it across as Dyke did all he could. Matt Neves gets the wipe. Five, six rows up near the broadcast booth. 23-14, nearing a double digit lead. This is by far the largest we've seen all night.
2: Thunderbirds absolutely dominant since the technical. This is now a seven to two run since the technical and a uh, quick six, nothing run since Coach McKay called the last time out for Winnipeg. And you have to applaud Zach Johnson from the service line.
0: He's had their number. Back set there, ending the Thunderbird run
2: in a big way there was Matt Klisch. <sighs> it's Dyke back to serve now, and this is pretty much the last chance for the Westman, right here, they can only afford to give one more point to UBC and they need 10 of their own. Dyke who got that last
0: kill sent across the serve.
2: Hooker, the
0: long set across to Neves, an outstretched hand there by the Libero Picnic, keeps the play alive for the Westman. However, the point will be awarded on an attack sent much too far
2: to the Thunderbirds. That was Antonis Grigaitis making his first appearance of the game in a last dice roll by Coach McKay. Did not work, and the Thunderbirds, the crowd is feeling it, match
0: point. 24-15, Thunderbirds have many to play with here. Up at the net, Grigaitis couldn't do too much. Hamaday getting his work in on senior night as well. Play is marked in the Thunderbirds have won. That's a sweep for both the women and the men against the Winnipeg Westmen here at War Memorial Gym. And with that win, the Thunderbirds have moved two
2: games in front of the Westmen. Yep, all the Thunderbirds need now is either one win against Calgary who they play on the road next weekend, or one loss for Winnipeg who play Alberta
0: this next te- weekend this team was 2 and 10 Jake they're now 9 and 11 on the season what a return it has been since the new year for this Thunderbird team they're really in an unstoppable force it seems the only loss came against Trinity Western who is number two in all of Canada West so Thunderbirds are well on the way to what seems like a playoff run
2: <laughs> well I mean I wouldn't go so far to say playoff run given that they will be playing assuming they make the playoffs from here on out. They will be playing a incredibly tough team. Whoever gets the first seed, likely Brandon. But given they did split Trinity Western on the road, so maybe Any, it'll be possible. Anything can happen.
0: Anything can happen with this men's team. The the leading scores tonight for the Thunderbirds. Michael Dauhanyak, 21 kills on the night for him. Danny lighter setting a new career high. We'll double check that stat for you. Um, but 16, pretty sure it is his career high. Meanwhile, Matt Neves putting up 10 kills of his own tonight. On the opposition, the Winnipeg Westman. it was a distributed attack where Dyke and Duncan both had eight. Teeson had seven, a bit low for himself. T-Tart chipped in with six, and Jones and Clegg had five and four. So the Thunderbirds opted for about three key players. Westman went for about, you know, six, somewhat to a degree seven, if you count Anderson as their serving specialist and momentum booster. But it was the Thunderbirds who prevailed here tonight. Why is that, Jake?
2: Well, (laughs) it was basically down to Dowhanyuk and Aspen Leiter. Aspen Leiter, pretty good in the first set. Turned it on in the third and fourth. Dowhanyuk, invisible offensively in the first set, but he was the best player on the court in the second, third, and fourth. 21 kills spread out over just three sets. is pretty darn impressive. All right. Well, with that, the Thunderbirds have
0: won, and we are done here tonight. Jake, thank you for calling this game again with me. This is our final regular season game here. It's been a pleasure. I loved always calling all these UBC uh, volleyball and basketball games. It's been a pleasure to do it alongside you for the volleyball games all season. Maybe there's some playoff calling in our future. We'll see. We'll see what happens. However, thank you all for tuning on CITR 101.9 and Canada West TV for this Canada West action between UBC and the Winnipeg Westmen. We hope you have a great rest of your night. And tune back in next Thursday for some men's playoff basketball here at UBC. Should be a good one. The women did lose earlier tonight, so they're done. But the men's UBC team still very much alive and trying to make a playoff run at this one. We hope you all enjoyed the broadcast and enjoy the rest of your evening.